It's time. Finally, a show for you. A once a week extravaganza, giving you the weekend's movies, the week's cons and entertainment events, what is worth watching on television for the week, the weekly comic book, novel, game, and collectible releases, as well as entertainment news and information. Everything you want, everything you need in pop culture. It's Pop Culture Kaboom with your host, Jimmy Jones. This is Raymond Benson, author of the James Bond novels, the Black Stiletto series, and the recent mystery, The Mad Mad Murders of Marigold Way. And I just want to say happy fifth anniversary to the Pop Culture Kaboom radio show. Hooray! Hello and welcome world to the Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show fifth anniversary show. Spencer Stoner is here and we got a, and so is Rob Nault and uh, we have a call already. Uh, go ahead caller, who's this and where are you calling from? Uh yeah, this is uh, Derek Webb calling from Hollywood Entertainment Film Star. Hey Derek, long time no talk to. How you been, hey, sir? What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Just uh, having my fifth anniversary show and I'm glad you uh can't call in. How have you been doing? Ah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm, you know, getting back on my feet. I was, uh, fortunately, I had fallen very ill will from the entertainment industry for a little bit because, uh, unfortunately, this uh, when COVID was going around, I had fallen ill to COVID twice within a year. Oof. And um, I came back on my feet after a while. I'm still trying to recover. I'm, I got all kinds of underlying medical health issues now going on because of it. Ooh. But yeah, it affected me tremendously and took an impact on my health, and I had to take a step away and break from everything for a bit. But I've been getting back in the swing of it, working on some new projects, and I got some upcoming covers, some mag- magazines we're working on. We got some beautiful uh, projects going on for the fans and the audiences coming up soon. Nice, and I, you, I understand you got a big celebrity uh, thing going happening that you're going to be attending. Um, yeah, it's well, the celebrity. This, it was the back. It was this. It was this recent past. It was actually in October. It was supposed to be the uh, celebrity hotness event from back in October, uh, Halloween event. Wow. Okay. And you're going to be at that. Hello. 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 This is Kay. Hey. Oh, <laughs> Joe. Hey. hey, Joe. What are you doing? You're on the wrong line, buddy. <laughs> I'm on the wrong line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call you at. I looked it up, and that's the one I came at. I forgot. I forgot the number. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, this uh, I don't know what happened to Derek. Derek, are you still there? No, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with the phones right oh, now. Uh, that's Everybody's... probably Derek coming back. <laughs> okay, that's the third. Okay, one. Joe, you're still on the line. Oh, okay. I'm going to put you on hold. And <laughs> drop it on my end. Okay. okay. <laughs> Oh, boy. That was confusion. Oh, boy. The phones are just lighting up. This is nice. Anyways, Rob Nolte is here behind the big board, prepared to take your calls, kind (laughs) of. I'm not sure if I should do anything at the moment. uh, uh, Yeah, let Joe handle all the phone line stuff. Just uh, do that for now. Anyway, uh, so I just want to say this is our fifth anniversary show. Run as eloquently as ever. Yes. (laughs) Yes. yeah. You know, this but, is one of those good problem things, though, because we have so many people calling in all at once to congratulate you. But I do want right. to say, um, is he saying who's online too? Not it? yet. No, okay. no, not yet. Um, that uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Rob, thank you for the uh, cake, the brownie, brownie, brownie cake. <laughs> it's brownie. Yeah. Oh, it was brownie as big as a cake. Yeah, yes. it was. Yes. That's why I was throwing it's me the off. best brownie in the world. <laughs> or, or, or because you made it, or who made it? I don't know. I made it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> now you're throwing me off, man. What the hell? Of course uh, I made it. I, 
<laughs> Did you make it? Yep. I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, well, as long as you know who made it. Uh, yeah, right. I made it. Okay. Um, so, uh, well, thank you for the cake. It did say of course. Uh, fifth anniversary pop culture kaboom, and I appreciate that. And uh, so we had Derek, uh, Derek Webb or called in, checked yes, in. Thank you, sir. Cut off. Unfortunately, got cut off. Uh, Derek, if you're listening, I apologize for that. Uh, phones. Uh, yeah, our phone system get, is get a little get, gets a little wacky sometimes. So now we got two calls on hold. Um, I'm not sure who they are. I don't either. So but why don't I we don't just know if uh, we should just bring them on? Joe's not cooperating with us either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I guess he wasn't in. On the uh, we'll be hearing from hopefully a ton of previous Dreamwell guests. Dreamwell Comics is on line one. All right, let's talk to Dreamwell Comics. Uh, hello, Dreamwell Comics. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Happy how's it going? <laughs> okay, a little bit of chaos. Uh, I hear. Um, people say, actually, uh, Derek was trying to call back too, but he couldn't get through. That's oh. how busy the phones are right now, yeah. which is not a bad problem, I guess. But right. I, <laughs> right. well, thank you for calling. Actually, I didn't get a chance to get to it yet because the minute I came on the air, the phone lines just blew up. So, but uh, right. yeah, we didn't even get to have Joe, who's in studio, say hello. I know. I, I, the <laughs> program director's here. He flew in from Colorado. I was going to have him on briefly to you know talk about the last five years. Well, we heard him briefly, Maybe very briefly <laughs> on, the, on the phone, trying to get the phones into the. Into the uh, program room uh but uh i also didn't get a chance to announce that you know because of you right. sir um robert at dreamwell comics we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to the all pro wrestling nevada presents the mega bowl uh two teams enter one will survive that does sounds not not very good but and supposedly at the excel christian school <laughs> wow it's like the hunger games yeah, i know very thunderdome right. at a christian school saturday okay. november 18th uh, doors open at 2 30 p.m show starts at 3 p.m uh if you're interested uh Joe courtesy of uh, where'd robert go how did we get i don't know robert? i didn't even hit a button what's going on here hit hit one again Robert, are you still there? I'm still here. Okay. Okay. Something happened awesome. weird. We you went and got uh, muted for somehow. Um, so that was mm-hmm. you're put back on show. hold. Anyway, uh, courtesy of you, we're getting those tickets. So uh, thank you, sir. Absolutely, and um, congratulations, and uh, thank you for all your support. Oh, no problem at all. It's been and fun. It's been it's yeah, fun. it has, and thank you for your friendship. You've been amazing. Oh, right, thank you, sir. And, so, uh, thank you for I'm those. Get off the line because I'm sure there's plenty of other people who want to come on. Uh, <laughs> yes, actually, uh, I, I guess Joe Briery is online too, which we'll be getting. Oh to well, in then a we can wait. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Let me get out of here. You enjoy uh, your show. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Go ahead and uh, click in Joe there for Joe. Are you there? Hey, Jimmy. How's it going? Hey, Joe Rabriery, the creator of Dilly. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Very funny, Robert. I heard that. <laughs> Ah, uh, good time. So, uh, how are you, sir? Oh I, yeah, I, I miss you guys, man. You're all you're all great people, and yeah, I wanted to definitely be a part of this and congratulate you for five years, and hopefully another five times four for you, Jimmy. Uh, hopefully, we'll uh, find out though. Um, so, oh, Joe, you're on the wrong line again. Hi, this is Pop Culture. Nope. Gee, you're on the wrong line, Steve. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Am I on the air? What's going on here? Uh, chaos. <laughs> Utter yeah. chaos. That's what yeah, we got going on here. It's just... <laughs> hey, it's not a party until there's another. chaos. Anyway, uh, so you're working on another book for Dilly, I understand. you got three out now. I am. You're working I've on number four? Yeah. yeah, I'm working on number four. I finished the artwork for it, but I haven't assembled the actual uh, pages that's going to go into the book yet, but I'm planning on that coming out sometime after the first of the year, hopefully around mid to late january but i'm maybe pushing that back to february as the timeline okay well um we'll uh definitely be looking forward to uh hearing from you and oh yeah absolutely and, and i just want to thank you jimmy you were like one of the first people to really help promote the comic sharing it on the pop culture kaboom facebook page I mean, you really helped me out a lot there, and I can't thank you enough for that, Jimmy, and that's something I will always appreciate. Ah, um, definitely. Um, hold on a second. We're still getting some technical issues worked out here, and I'm doing some <laughs> weird yoga stuff right now, quite honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I never realized Jimmy was this flexible. Uh, yeah, I'm playing some kind of weird <laughs> twister game right now, so not very much fun. Okay, here you go. Take that, Spencer. <laughs> anyway. Hey, I don't Ooh. want your smelly shoe. What, yeah, you what? do. <laughs> Oh, come on. It smells like uh, a French onion dip and bad regret. Well, <laughs> with emphasis on the regret. As opposed to good regret? <laughs> no, really bad. It has to be really bad to be bad regret. But anyway. All right, Joe. Thank you very much for calling in, sir. And uh, definitely keep us in uh, keep us up to date on uh, Dilly Book 4. Do you have a cover picked out yet? I do have a cover picked out already. I've been keeping that under wraps right now until I get the book published. I didn't want to reveal it just yet, but I already have completed the artwork for Cause, it. Because I'm really curious what color this one's going to be. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what, Jimmy. For you, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll private message it over to you and give you an exclusive sneak peek. How's that? Ooh. 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 Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Jimmy. Eric, All right, you guys, you've got a whole lot of other callers calling in, so I'll let you guys go. Hey. Congratulations on five years, guys, and I look forward to hearing you for many more. Yeah, thank you, sir. And you have a good night, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, Jimmy. You guys take care. All right. All right take care, Joe. Thanks. Okay. So, hey, uh, Joe, uh, are you too busy to come in here, Joe? Joe Bly? Joe Bly. <laughs> Hello, Joe Bly. Here's your microphone, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Thank Hello. Much. Okay. Hey, Jim, hey so welcome. Thank you, sir. Uh, welcome to the show. This is well, Joe Bly. You. Hello. Uh, a lot of you, if you're a longtime listener before Rob and Spencer came on, mm -hmm. um, Ro Joe was filling in every uh, every now and then, as, as was uh, Rhonda from uh, Studio C5 uh, when right. I was co-hostless. Um, this is a pretty major operation. It's something that you can't do single-handedly, so um, we uh, definitely... Wanted to, I needed uh, help with that, and I, I first off, uh, thank you for bringing me in and kind of doing that Ooh. trial by fire of <laughs> <laughs> a demo on a uh, what was it a Tuesday at noon? You wanted me to come in and do a do yes. a show for an hour. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, okay, should you push this button here and just raise this fader and then go, okay, now you're on the air. Boom. Yeah, there you go. Okay, play the music and, yeah, piece of cake. I'm it? like, but there's no music. <laughs> <laughs> I had to come in here and uh, do kind of spot the show and without any uh, kind of... Uh, yeah, uh, well, know, without so. a safety net. Right, yeah, and uh, without knowing that if anybody was actually going to be listening because it was such <laughs> an odd time. But I was kind of specific about what I wanted out of the show and when I wanted it to be on and... You're kind of hesitant about all of that at first. At first, I was like, 
how are you going to fill two hours with this stuff? <laughs> and then, and then uh, like a month later, it's like, oh, my God, he needs three hours. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, we're going to open up that third hour slot for you. And, it, boy, it's just been going great gun since. And congratulations on five years. You ever plan on taking a vacation? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> where, where am I going to go? Actually, there's a lot of places I could go. But anyway, um, uh, yeah. Um, no, I, I don't, I'd, I'd rather, if I do take a vacation, I'm hoping it could be something I could do from a, a broadcast from wherever I'm at. <laughs> Actually, we have the technology. We well, can, you know what? San Diego Comic-Con is coming up. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, Spencer, Rob, and I would very much like to do a live broadcast from the... San, San Diego Comic Con. So we'll just ask the general manager about that, who's out there manning <laughs> the phones. Struggling with the phones right now. <laughs> and he doesn't have his headphones on right now, thank goodness. But yeah, we, we'll, <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll work on that. Because I think that'd be pretty nifty. Yeah, yeah that would have to be interesting. And uh, as long as these radio stations paying for the trip. <laughs> I've given five years, man. <laughs> that's I'm my, just my kidding. No, oh, God, that's, that's just. If I only watched like uh, what was that, uh, um, The Godfather, so I could like throw out some lines from The Godfather right now, but I, I haven't, uh, so I don't know what to say. But anyway, uh, thank you for uh, l- allowing me to uh, run this experiment on with pop culture entertainment. And... It's been it's been great, and you're. One of the most popular shows on KNBC. Our listenership spikes up. We like that. <laughs> um, we like it when we get listeners. And uh, so far, it seems like you're entertaining your listeners very well. And I know when I tune in, it keeps me glued through until 9 o'clock. So, yeah, great job and congratulations on well, five solid years. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. So, and, uh, hey, folks, if you need to call in. Call in because everyone else seven seven five five one five four one four one. We and, have Jane Griffin on line two. And, uh, oh, line two. Okay. Just remember, if you get sent to voicemail, Jay then... Griffin, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Thank you for calling in. I appreciate that. Oh, it's my pleasure. See you later, Joe. <laughs> I, I don't know I don't if you're. Know. Did you catch? Were you? Can you hear things going on when you're on hold? I've never been on the other end of I this phone. I can. Yeah, okay. I'm hearing that. <laughs> So Joe's out. I just had to say goodbye to him real quick. And how have you been? Uh, author and also game creator, Jane That's Griffin. correct. Uh, I've actually been under the weather, but I am oh. better now. Well, good. I'm glad to hear on projects furiously. And you're going to be at the uh, Kaboom Con in uh, Reno, in Carson City, Nevada, coming up in next year's September 7th, right? Correct. Yay. Yay. Woo. So we get to see you. Are you going to be running any games or... Because that'll be a great opportunity. Um, do you have anything? Actually, let me step back a little bit real quick. Do you have anything coming out between now and then? Oh, yes. Oh, do you? I have some exciting things coming. The one that I can talk about right now, uh, the fourth and final adventure in a series will be coming out uh, about the end of the year. And there will be uh, the third and final Lacey Moore Journals book. That will be out around the end of this month. And I'm re-releasing my first adventure with new art and maps. 
Oh, nice. Nice. I definitely need to get you back on the show again to talk about all of this I'd stuff. I'd love that. <laughs> all right. Um, so um, I unfortunately got more calls coming in, so I got to kind of jump around. But I do appreciate uh, you calling in and, and uh, being a part of the show, the special show tonight. And happy fifth anniversary. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. And talk to you real soon. All oh, right. perfect. All right. So who do we got on line one? I'm not sure. He, the message has not come through. Uh, let's just click on it and find out. <laughs> Hello, caller. Who's this and where are you calling from? Uh, this is Sandy Keen Carpenter. Calling Hi, from- Sandy. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. Happy fifth anniversary. Why, thank you, Sandy. I appreciate you calling in. Um, how have you been? I know you were on just last month, but... You know, a lot of things happen because you're a very, very busy person with everything you got going on between TV, movies, comic books, uh, appearances. <laughs> it's all the, all the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, stuff. You know, the comic stuff. We had the last great gasp of uh, this year, so all those books are out. And uh, more coming up starting in February. Oh. And hopefully two series uh, for next year, and uh, but but you never know because uh, uh, it's interesting to watch as they play roulette on these networks. And uh, outside of that, uh, it's great heading into the holidays and uh, acting like a normal person this week. Well, uh, just out of curiosity, any any word on if uh, Suburban Screams has been renewed? Well. They're acting like it, but I think they also like to keep you miserable and interested. <laughs> just like, oh, so just um, like the fans. Okay. Basically, this is that point at which they get you to do all the development work while they try and, and twiddle their thumbs and decide if we're coming back. Um, I hope so. We apparently did a good job for them, and they're happy and all that. But that never seems to, to accurately uh, gauge what they're going to do about it. Well, you know, if everybody likes it, then they usually cancel it, you know. <laughs> well, it's yeah, not on Netflix. Yeah, that, it's, it's, not, it's not on Netflix. No, no, no. But, like, I, this was a thoroughly enjoyable show. It was actually, like, seriously, like, creepy, like, that these things happened in real life. Like, really yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so- and we have some good creepy story. You know, we've already found our slate of stories for next year, and... Uh, all of that kind of stuff. So work is going on on it just so we can get crushed like bugs. <laughs> crushed by- <laughs> well, I hope you don't because I, I want a second season. <laughs> well, Sandy, um, I got more calls coming in. Uh, do you know who Derek Ting is? Hello? Oh. No, I don't, but that's probably my fault. Oh. <laughs> he, is a, he is a great director and actor in his own right. He's calling from Hong Kong, actually. He's been trying to get through. Great. Take the call. <laughs> Happy anniversary, and talk to you another time. Uh, right. Definitely. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you very much, much, Sandy. You have a good evening. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Okay. All Bye-bye. right. And uh, let's grab line two real quick before uh, – oh. oh, I guess not. Wait. Hold on. Line, wait. I don't know what's going on with the phones. Anyway, all right. So we do have a pair of tickets if you'd like to try and. Now I think we can go. Hold on. Is somebody on the line? Hello. Caller, are you there? Ah! (laughs) I don't like that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, We are giving away a pair of tickets to let let Steve get that. (laughs) A pair of tickets to All Pro Wrestling Nevada's. Presents the Megabowl. Two teams enter. One will survive. Uh, very, uh, um, 
what is that like a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome ish type yeah, thing? Saturday, bad, November eighteenth at the Excel Christian School in Sparks, Nevada. Uh, if you'd like a pair of tickets for that, courtesy of Dreamwell Comics, please uh, give us a call seven seven five five one five four one four one. But we got to take a hard break, uh, so we will be back right after this with more of your phone calls, among other things. Uh, so don't go anywhere. More pop culture boom fifth anniversary radio show celebration coming up next hey this is russ emmanuel of russ and productions and uh thank you for having me on for um an interview a couple years ago I uh, just uh, want to wish your show a uh, happy fifth anniversary to the Pop Culture Kaboom radio show. And uh, right now I'm working on my latest uh, feature film. It's called Staycation, um, starring uh, Star Trek actors like Olivia Dabo, John Kenny, and Tracy Coco. Again, thank you so much, and have a blessed anniversary. Bye. Thank you very much, Russell. And on the phone with us right now, all the way from Hong Kong, is Mr... Derek Ting. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? Oh, long time no talk to you. Uh, last time I talked to you, you just brought, uh, you just re- were starting to release Agent Re- TV Revelation, uh, starring Michael Dorn and yourself. Um, you know who Michael Dorn is, right, Spencer? Oh, yes, he's Wolf. <laughs> Wolf. <laughs> and you're f- actually finishing up, now that uh, all the strikes are over with and everything, you're actually finishing up your fourth fourth feature film. Congratulations with Chuck Norris, of all people. Ooh. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited. Chuck Norris is amazing. He hasn't done a movie in 12 years since Expendables 2. He's literally coming out for us. And, uh, you know, if you were a fan of the Beastmaster and Beast series like I was, Mark Singer's in the film. Oh, well. that's <laughs> awesome. Oh, <laughs> V was my favorite television miniseries. Really? Yeah. <laughs> See, I like that. I liked that movie, Beastmaster, too. So. Oh, I love Beastmaster. <laughs> so it sounds, it sounds like a big, huge cast. And this is going to be for Agent Recon, huh? Correct, yeah. See, I still follow you. I, I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I went into hiding. Uh, like it, It's been 10 months. The timeline was just insane. 10 months from production to completion. We got the green light like last year, and uh, it's been go, go, go. But uh, it's exciting. I mean, the, the movie, I, I think the movie is solid. Chuck Norris is awesome. Mark Singer is awesome. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, so when is uh, um, Agent Recon going to be released? I think we're looking at May, May 2024. It might happen earlier. Oh, well, um, the reason I'm inquiring uh, is because yeah. I'd definitely love to have you back on to talk in de- more detail mm-hmm. about it. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm just here to uh, congratulate you guys on five years. Um, thank you for interviewing me, you know, uh, on my last movie and, and, you know, continuing on with me and uh, – you know, I'm just working hard to to be a great storyteller and, uh, you know, give audiences what they want. Yeah, well, I have about a zillion questions for you, but I'm, I, <laughs> no I, I got a yeah, no time for <laughs> and them, unfortunately. We have phone calls, we have well, NDAs and yeah, time, yeah. all against us. Well, I, yeah, so many things against me right now, but that's why I definitely want to have you on again to talk about Agent Recon real soon, um, because I have a, a zillion questions for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you guys are the first ones I'm talking about, and I'm, I'm happy to share the news and I'm happy Yay, to have, first. you know, people like you guys, like, 
looking out for me. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. And actually, I might, uh, if you're not busy in September, we have uh, our first ever uh, uh, pop culture and um, pop culture convention and Comic Con here in Carson City. Yep. So, first one ever. So, oh man, I would love to. You know, <laughs> I'm I'm traveling about. I'm based in Hong Kong, sometimes in New York. Uh, and we New York LA, City. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from New York, yeah. Uh, yeah. We won't hold that against you. Yeah, we won't. Good, because I'm down here. <laughs> <laughs> I love to visit Carson, Carson City. I'm, I'm, you know, you know, it's it's it's, it's close to Reno, right? I mean, yes, it, it oh is, yeah, yes. uh, thirty minutes from close Reno, Tahoe, right? if that, and thirty oh, yeah, minutes yeah, yeah, from yeah. Tahoe, and thirty minutes from the empty desert. It's like thirty minutes from everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you <laughs> get you might actually be able to get some cool locations yeah. for your. Oh yeah, movie. there's a lot of oh, locations yeah. out here for uh, your fifth feature film. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. All yeah, right. Pretty, pretty much. That's how it happened for me. Yeah. All right. That's how it happens for sure. For sure. Okay, sir. Well, I do appreciate you calling in, and uh, definitely I'll be in contact with you real soon to uh, get you back on the show. Awesome. Congrats again. Oh, thank so you, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Good talking. Thank you, sir. Take care. Have a good day, or whatever time it is in Hong Kong right now. <laughs> uh, all good. All good. 10.30 a.m. Wow. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Have, have a good day. day. <laughs> yeah. Perfect timing. I'm going to break open the beer right now. Oh, oh nice. well, see, we got a bottle of champagne for yep. after the show. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, sir. And you have a good evening. Awesome. Bye. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Take care. So, uh, Mark Helton from 97 and Out Productions says, uh, Happy fifth anniversary from the happiest place on earth. Uh, this is your fat friend, Mark, from the Fat and Black Connection <laughs> and CEO of 97 and Out Productions. Here's to next five years, including 300 days until the first ever Kaboom Con. Uh, which is September seventh, twenty twenty four, which yeah. ninety seven and now Productions is doing. So yeah, well, a lot Ooh. to be excited about. Yes, it is, and uh, we actually got emails too. So I got to get to those here now that uh, before we get to the Phoenix question of the week, if we can get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you are always welcome to send us an email with your questions or comments about anything discussed on the show, your favorite fandoms, or with the seven pillars of pop culture entertainment. You can email me at popculturekaboom at gmail.com. Please put in the subject line, question, comment, concern, or my fandom. In the body of the email, please add your name and city, state, or country that you live in. Uh, please, uh, first name only. Uh, you do need to put a name in there. I will not read emails over the phone. And also, we got another call. So, um, I think. Uh, maybe, maybe. Well, let's, let's do the emails real quick yeah, while, uh, while we'll, we're we'll getting that out. sorted out. Yeah. Uh, so I respond to each and every email. If they are for Spencer or Rob, I will forward the email to them to respond back to you. Bear in mind, it will be read on the air unless you specify for it not to be. First, Mark in Gilbert, Arizona. Well, wow, can't believe you've been on the air five years. Congrats. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Thank you, Mark. <laughs> I'm going to have to have Spencer pronounce this because I'm going to slaughter it. All right. Uh, from... Zakaria from Tunis, Tunisia. So that's Zakaria from. Oh, Zakaria from Kron, Tunis, Tunisia. Okay, three words. Okay. I don't know what any of them mean. Uh, I like your show. You are funny. Thank you. Uh, Chris from Sparks, Nevada. Congrats on five years. When will the live show be syndicated? I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're on pod. We have a podcast. We have the podcast. We have a podcast. I mean, and when that gets syndicated, I guess <laughs> that's technically not syndication. Though. It'd be like if we're on more radio stations. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What, what do you mean, Chris? What what radio station do you want us to be on? I mean, you're listening to right. us somehow. I'm uh, going to see if there's somebody on nine one. Hold on. Um, okay. Well, uh, hello, oh, caller. Uh, you're on the air. Hello. Um, 
No, apparently. Okay, that's okay. a deadline. <laughs> it's a deadline. Um, William from Redding, California. How formal, William from Redding, California. You promoted the show, but didn't specify who was going to be on as guest for five, your five-year celebration. Oh. A heads up would be nice. <laughs> I just, well, the problem is, calls yeah, we have, <laughs> yeah, we we have a lot of randomness happening right now. In case you couldn't tell, <laughs> I, I went and I uh, sent out, uh, tried to get a hold of just about everybody who has been on the show before, um, and a lot of them opted to call in. <coughs> we have a Kurt Kurt Vauer. Zauer. It is Kurt Zauer from KG Comics. How are you, sir? Good. How are we doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Oh, you're coming in loud and clear this time. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, uh, Seattle for you. What? Um, all right. I don't know what Eric's talking about right now. Anyway, uh, so how are you, sir? Good, good. How's uh, how's the big fifth anniversary coming along? Chaos. Chaos, but fun <laughs> chaos. Uh, let me see. Derek Ting from, called in from Hong Kong. Uh, Sandy King Carpenter called in from wherever Sandy, Sandy King Carpenter lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a bunch of people calling in so far, So, but uh, and I appreciate you calling in. Um, so it, how did, how's the um, Kickstarter going for Roxy? It's going really well. We're uh, at about 113% funded right now. Wow, and excellent. Uh, yeah, 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 looking really good. So so uh, i got about nine days left, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. It's been going really well. Well, congratulations. Uh, now that uh, well, now that one stat's over with and the uh, uh, 30,000 um, <laughs> variant covers are released, uh, what's next for you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. I, uh, in retrospect, yes, that's that's quite a lot. That was quite a lot of covers. But oh, you know what? You know what you should do for the gonna, next one? We're gonna draw it down. Um, I'll probably uh, uh, fulfill this one and then get on to my uh, the, the next issue of Spectre Sense Abandon, which is my main title. This is a uh, spinoff from that. And uh, that will be issue number five, hopefully coming January, February time. You know what you should do for that one? Action figures. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I would love to. I don't know if I'm... uh, if I've got that big of a following yet, but, you know, I'm getting there. Okay, well... um, In the future. Well, I mean, as part of the... uh, uh, If you do a Kickstarter for issue five, then, you know, that might be a really good perk. For people to sign up for, didn't you? We'll see how popular yeah. you are. Or Funko Pop, or Funko Ooh, Pop, a Funko Pop. Funko yeah, Pop, yeah. But yeah, just mm-hmm. yep. he's all quiet now. I don't know if yeah. he's taking notes <laughs> or just about to ready to hang up on us. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to do. Uh, I'll do issue six, and then I'll do a trade, and then by that time I will be huge. And I will do my my action figure then for the for the trade paperback. Ah, okay, it sounds like one of those plan, plan things. So I know you plan things. I don't plan things here. Trust me, I don't plan things here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can tell, but, <laughs> but anyway, dreaming than planning anyway. Well, I'm, I'm congratulations on Roxy Vampire. We're getting over 100% funding, so that means that is in a, in a shoe in 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 the bag. Um, definitely a. Uh, when you go get ready to do the next one, we'd love to have you on before it starts to talk it up. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me, and uh, I'd, uh, I'd be glad to join you again. Definitely, yeah. 
All right, sir. Well, hey, thank you for calling in, and uh, you take care, and we'll talk again real soon. Yeah, and uh, just real quick, Ruxy Vampire on Kickstarter. It's R-U-X-Y Vampire. Yes. Um, Thank you again for your time. You guys have fun. You too, sir. Have a good night. Take it easy. All right, so. Uh, where were we with the emails? Um, yeah, so uh, yeah, we just finished Tunisia and William in Redding, California, was wondering why I didn't list guests because ah, yes. because we're just having them randomly show up at this point. Yeah, I just sent out emails and uh, contacted people and said, hey, if you would, you know, having the show, it's fifth anniversary. Yeah, and if, if they've I been on the, the show before, there's a in. chance they'll show. Yeah, yeah um, there's a lot of people still. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm very very happy with the amount that have called in so far a lot of people get probably got frustrated with that initial the first, yeah, barrage right <laughs> so hopefully they'll uh, try Feel free and... to call back please yeah, so, yes and we do. still we we and i wanted to clarify we are giving away the tickets and that is open correct yes whomever calls and so all they have to do is say yeah i want those wrestling tickets that's all, all right. you have to say and you get those wrestling tickets 775-515-4141 uh scott from uh carson city he has sent us uh, through the Pop Culture Boom Facebook page. He says, slow internet. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> I got the spinning wheel of death. Oh. While we wait for that, Oscar from Sunnyvale, California. Oh, oh. There it goes. Uh, happy fifth anniversary. Thank you, Scott. 100. No, I'm not a 100. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's got this weird, like, Capricorn and then two jellyfish. I don't know what the hell, these, what these things oh. are. That's, that's oh, it's, it's just a celebration. It's a it's a one hundred. It's a, 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 a it's, air horn, you know, yeah. and uh, confetti and stuff. Oh, okay. It's a celebration because it does look like a Capricorn and then two jellyfish on it. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> okay, but, but, but um, yeah, it's party favors. Yeah, it's party favors. I guess if you've never seen emojis before. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> I've never seen celebratory emojis. <laughs> oh, okay. that's even sadder, I guess. <laughs> you know, at, this rate, at this rate, he's going to start shaking his cane at you, Rob. All right, Rob won't be here for year six. No I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, Oscar from Sunnyvale, California, wrote in and says, "Now that the strikes are over, I want Tron news." Me too, Oscar. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, well, as soon as we have it, the you'll have it. The latest Tron news is that they opened the ride at Disney World. There you go. <laughs> uh, I think he meant movie-wise. Like oh, that okay. Tron well, he just said Tron. Aries, I think it's called. Uh, yeah, the one with uh, 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 Jake, the guy who was the lead singer of... Jared Aries. Leto. Thank you. <laughs> the, just say the horrible Joker and everybody will know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Taylor from Pana, Illinois. So your show has been on for five years now. How long did you start the podcast, and why is it just a repeat of the live show? How come you don't do video podcasts like Joe Rogan does or other radio shows? Budget. <laughs> Joe, Joe. That is something Mark Hilton did bring up to us. Yeah, until he saw the room. <laughs> yes. And, uh, once he saw the see, see, the thing is, Joe Rogan or um, even a local show, um, Rob Arnie and Don, which is on mm-hmm. a, another radio station that I shall not be mentioned, um, they have had actually custom made studios. That's why they are able to have the different camera angles. And plus, mm-hmm. they have the staff to actually man actual right. cameras and do all the switching between and uh, and if you watch their little podcast thing you see them raise paddles uh that's to indicate when they're going to uh, talk oh crystal's not calling in she's just saying happy anniversary to pop culture kaboom a show we're celebrating and see these i can understand a bottle of champagne <laughs> a heart 
And I don't know what that is. Never mind. <laughs> well, thank you for <laughs> the great work. Thank you for all the fun and keeping me up to date with pop culture. Well, you're welcome, Crystal. Um, so, yeah, Joe Rogan has a budget to hire people to do the video editing and all of that stuff and uh, switch to camera angles when people are talking. Right. Uh, which I don't. And plus, this room is so small that we would not be able to set up any kind of uh, video podcasting like that. Uh, the reason why the podcast is a repeat of the live show is because trying to get um, I might work on something as like a bonus content later on um, in year six, which is coming right up. around the corner. Yeah, but even Joe Rogan's radio, or Joe Rogan's show is just the, his live broadcast. It is. Um, so th- there you yeah. are. Um, so with that, at this moment in time, uh, we still got one more uh, that we got to get to as far as uh, email wise. And then we can continue on with the show. And of course, phone calls are always welcome. Uh, 775-515-4141. If you'd like movie tickets or not movie tickets, if those wrestling tickets, feel free to give us a call and just say, I want the wrestling tickets and we will get them to you. Actually, Robert will at Dreamwell Dream College, yeah. not me. <laughs> but anyway. So we will be, uh, you, could do, you could webcast. No, Eric can't. I don't want people staring right at my face from my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will be back right after this, so don't go anywhere. Hello, it's Jonathan Hedrick, writer of Quicksand, Capable, Dream Master, and the recount. I uh, just wanted to say happy fifth anniversary to Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. Congratulations, guys. You did it. I uh, really appreciate your support over the years. And here's to 555 more years. Congrats again. Thank you. Wow, I don't think murderers get 555 years. But anyway, <laughs> Carson City's Night Off the Streets program is underway. Night Off the Streets helps the homeless in our community. For more information on the program or to volunteer to help with the program, you can contact NOTS manager Jody Miller at 775-600-2632 or Manager at gmail.com. And on the phone with us right now is Rhonda from Studio C5. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Congratulations on five years. Well, thank you. Thank You're you, calling in to get you. those wrestling tickets, aren't you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she hated when I talked wrestling on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting being on hold, though. Oh, oh really? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. the part of it. I, I, I didn't experience that part of the yet, so I, I, I've always kind of wondered what that's like. <laughs> It's not bad. It's yeah. <laughs> Some of our promos and our underwriting and a little bit of music. Yeah, wasn't oh, bad. Cool. <clears throat> a little different. You guys huh? must be missing me. Oh, we do. Yeah. We we do invoke the double espresso every now and then. Yeah, so they do. Actually, <laughs> it's quite amusing. Actually, I don't know. What do you guys think? Was there any double espressos this week? No, I didn't think so. No, actually, yeah. Th- th- do not was... disturb. Kind of came close, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, <laughs> nobody's, been, nobody's disagreeing with me on that one. Yeah, okay, there, there have been more deserving of the double espresso oh, in the last couple of weeks okay. than this than this yes. batch. Yeah. Okay, well, um, well, hey, thank you for oh. call- so. What's been going on with uh, Studio C five, which is on KNBC ninety five point one FM every Tuesday night at seven thirty, seven o'clock, yeah, seven nine, seven o'clock stuff. Yeah. Oh, Phoenix says Still hi. Talking about movies, nothing. Yeah, this yeah, week is uh, Christmas yeah. in Connecticut, right? Christmas in Connecticut, yeah. 
Good. Well, no. We recorded that one for December 5th because oh. Jeff will be on a mission from Fanta. So That's right. Um, mm. We went ahead and, and recorded that one today, but uh, that's our next... No, that's not our next movie. Our next movie is Beauty and the Beast. That's right, yes. Oh, uh, which version? The animated. Oh, oh, that's that's that is that is the movie or, that got me my wife, or the Angela oh. Lansbury version, as I like to say. <laughs> Angela. Well, then you should bring her and re- relive that magic. Yes, yes, that, that, that would be fun. Yeah. What what time yeah. day and time is that? Uh, that will be the on 17th, right Thursday. I'm gonna have to look. We do two movies a month now. Um, the 16th, November 16th at 6.30. There you go, Spencer. Oh, nice. November 16th. At the Brewery Art Center Performance Hall. All right. Yeah. If, yep. if, if we're in town, I will I will see what I can do. Eric says the good version. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That is the, the best version. Yeah. Unlike that one yeah, film absolutely. we saw not too long ago, that was kind of a weird version from like Finland or something like that. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you don't miss those movies, do you, Rhonda? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to quite, sound quite so emphatic, but no. <laughs> well, I appreciate you calling in to be a part of the fifth anniversary celebration with us. And, uh, uh, you know, you're happy to be family with you. Oh, and you know, you're welcome anytime on the show. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we'll even send you a fresh batch of movies to help us review for the double espresso. Yeah. I might just send them to your outer random. I was, was going to say, he's going to handpick those ones. I handpick them every no, week. No, what no, are you no, talking no, about? But I mean, like, seriously. Oh, like, like the seriously bad ones? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to wait yep. for a week coming up that has, like, some seriously bad ones and go, oh, Rhonda's going to have to fill in this week. <laughs> So, but hey, I thought I, you guys liked me. Uh, me. <laughs> do, but that's the thing. That's the greatest part because, like, you never would ever in yes. your life see these movies. Yes, so we, we, only, we only, only do this. To, we only torture the you. people we like. I mean, oh, all right, then I'm, I'm honored. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, thank you for uh, touching base again, and uh, and You're everybody welcome. tune into uh, Studio C Five every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Right here on KNBC 95.1 FM. And just like uh, this show, you can listen to it online from anywhere in the world with any internet-connected device. So, um, again, thank you, Rhonda, and uh, much success to uh, Studio C5. And to you, my friend. Take care. All right. Talk to you later. All right. So we got one more email to take care of here. And Wayne from Half Moon Bay, California. Uh, Can you get Eli Roth on the show? I love his movies and want to hear him. On your show. Me yes. too. Boy, we'd love to have um, So too. I will see yeah. if I can uh, figure out a way to get a hold of him, especially since this movie Thanksgiving is one we're going to be talking about this week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll uh, hit up Eli Roth. He seems like he's really busy, so hopefully he's not Paint. too much of a pain to get a hold of. i got to get a hold of Zach Snyder, too, if I can. Oh, um, that'd be awesome. I got a hold of him one time before. I sent him an email, mm-hmm. and uh, but he was busy. So mm. maybe he's uh, not as well. No, he's busy now. But um, yeah, oh yeah, because he has Rebel Moon coming out. So. Yeah, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what in like uh, next month? It's December. Yeah, they just had the premiere tonight. Actually, <coughs> um, so he's I just got, got that. the notice that the premiere came out. They're doing oh. an animated prequel for it. Uh, it's going to be one of uh, three movies. Um, and he's got some other. That's if the Netflix Irons doesn't in the cancel fire. that that one. They just canceled the other, anim- his other animated one that he had for Army of Dead. 
Yeah, that was like already in post production. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I hate when they do that. It's like if you're uh, when then uh, what was it? Warner Brothers just canceled oh. another show. That tax right off. Tax right off. Tax right off. <laughs> yeah, which is like you gotta be kidding me. But anyway, um, yeah, roasting fun friends is always fun, Eric. So yes, indeed. <laughs> Eric remembers having her when she's been on the show. So yes. All right. So um, yeah, I will. Uh, any other requests? Uh, feel free to. Drop them off seven seven five five one five four one four one. If you want yeah. to call and uh, and so I got Eli Roth. Uh, try and get a hold of somebody about Tron Aries and and Zack Snyder else? again. I mean, if if you can, why not? Okay, so Zack Snyder too. All right, there's three for next year. Yeah, um, and, you know, it, you know, it never hurts to try. All right. No, and that's that's my motto. The worst is going to say is no. Great. Yeah, yeah. The worst case scenario, right, the people well, with their own free will well throw, throw no. James Wan right. in there. <laughs> James Wan, yeah, or Dean right. Waddle, yeah. All right, I'll get, yeah. well, okay. <laughs> Either one of those would be great. James Wan or who? Or Lee Waddle, who? His partner. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he because, directs on his own too, and oh, yeah, because Saw, Saw X just <laughs> came out, and then Aquaman Two is going to come out eventually. Yep. So next December. month, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Um, so that was the emails. If you'd like to send us an email again, popcultureboom at gmail.com. Uh, so other than the Phoenix question, uh, getting there. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were going to do it or not. We I'm have about eight on. minutes. <laughs> I know. Uh, there are now only 300 days until Carson City, Nevada's first ever pop culture and comic book convention. Kaboom Con 97 and Now Productions will be putting on Kaboom Con Saturday, September 7th, 2024, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Follow Kaboom Con on Facebook to keep up with details of everything Kaboom Con 2024. We will, of course, let you know as soon as tickets will be on sale. A portion of the proceeds from Kaboom Con will go to Cold Nose Rescue and Sanctuary in Mound House and KNBC 95.1 FM Community Radio right here in Carson City. Eric's laughing a lot tonight. I wonder if he's on something (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh so with that being said the phoenix question of the week in today's comic world many obscure comics are laid in the discount bin the phoenix question of the week asks of the comics that rarely make it into collector's vaults which of the following deserves to be renewed first up yes super patriot from image comics and uh, for those who don't know who Super Patriot is, Super Patriot was once Johnny Armstrong, a soldier in World War II captured by the Germans. Armstrong was used as a guinea pig for scientific experiments. What, so they gave him three back toes? It sounds like parallel to uh, Captain America there. Yeah, very parallel. <laughs> he gained superpowers. He destroyed the base at which he was being kept so the Nazis could not replicate the process on their troops and donned an American flag-style costume to become Super Patriot. All one word. Um, okay. Uh, the Shield, which is from Archie Comics, uh, created in 1940 by Harry Shorten and Arv Novak for Archie Comics. The Shield was the first patriotic American superhero who wore a costume patterned after the flag, predating Captain America by over a year. He quickly became the publisher's most popular superhero after the Golden Age. The Shield passed through several... I thought I was going to say the Shield passed away. No. Uh, Through several incarnations and for a time, he, among other characters, was licensed to DC Comics before returning to Archie and had to, an update to on his origins, status, and current place um, of residence. What does current place mean? <clears throat> 
Kid Eternity is from Quality Comics. Kid Eternity is a fictional character, a comic book superhero that premiered in hit comics number 25 uh, and published by American company Quality Comics in December of 1942. All of Quality's intellectual properties were sold to DC Comics in 1956, including Kid Eternity. The character had continued to appear, albeit infrequently, in DC comic books since his revival in the 1970s. And then there's Black Condor from DC Comics. Black Condor is a superhero named by name used by three different fictional characters in the DC universe. All three incarnations of Black Condor had been members of the Freedom Fighters, and each has been featured in Freedom Fighters comic books published by DC Comics. The first Black Condor, Richard Grade Jr., was created by quality comics writer Will Eisner. Hey, the Eisner Award was named after him. Uh-huh. He first appeared in yeah. Crack Comics. <laughs> Can't say Crack Comics anymore. Uh, May In May of 1940, and continued through issue number 31 and of 1943. He also appeared in Uncle Sam Quarterly Number 2, which was put out in December 1941. He moved to the DC Universe when DC Comics bought the rights to quality comics characters. <clears throat> the first Black Condor was a World War II-era superhero, along with the rest of the Freedom Fighters. The second Black Condor, Ryan Kendall, uh, gained the power uh, to fly... Uh, f- of flight due to genetic manipulation and initially did not believe he was a superhero. He would later join the Freedom Fighters, but was killed at the beginning of the Infinity Crisis storyline. The third Black Condor, John Trillo, is of Mayan descent and was given his powers by the Mayan spider god. I'm not going to try and pronounce that. Tacotl. Tacotl. Okay. Tacotl. Seeing himself as a protector of the universe, he joins forces with the Freedom Fighters. Uh, Cole... K-O-L-E from DC Comics, Professor Albert Al- a- Abel Weathers, Abel Weathers, paranoid of an impending nuclear holocaust, was attempting to find a way for humanity to survive the fallout through forced evolution. One of the test subjects in his experiments was his 16-year-old daughter, hey, father of the year award. <laughs> Cole was uh, who he grafted with crystal and promethium. Instead of evolving to survive a nuclear fallout as her father intended, Cole gained the ability to create and control pure silicon crystal at will. Mm. Interesting side effect. Uh, 3D Man from Marvel Comics. I remember that comic book. Uh, 3D Man is the name of two fictional superheroes appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. The first incarnation, a composite of two brothers, Charles Chandler and Hal Hal Chandler. Uh, the first appeared in Marvel premiered number 35 in April 1977. The second incarnation, Delroy Garrett, took on the name in Avengers The Initiative number 14, having debuted as triathlon a decade before in Avengers Volume 3 number 8, September of 1998. Hmm. So out of those five, one, two, was it five? One, two, three, four, Unless five, you count Black six. Condor, then that's you know, uh, well, like three and one there. <laughs> um, which one of those do you think should be have their own series again or be worked on again uh spencer well um you know super patriots from an era in, in image comics when they basically kind of first started and a lot of their heroes were derivative of marvel and dc ones uh yeah and super patriot like rob said seems just very derivative of captain america but mm-hmm. um and you know all the other ones you know if you consider these like you know the ele- elevator pitches uh, the one that sounded most interesting to me was uh, Cole from DC Comics. Okay, because uh, you know, because being able to manipulate crystal—that's not a power you see a lot in uh, comics these days. Nope. And uh, 
you know, Prometheum. That's what they. That's what powers Cyborg. So that should. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay. And yeah. So uh, yeah, sixteen year old uh, experimented on forced evolution. It's. I mean, that's some storylines you could really sink your teeth into in this day and age. All right, Rob. Do you have a contender? I mean, not heard of any of these comics before until um, <coughs> this question. <laughs> Um, and well, I say you run around I, in the forties. <laughs> I say that proudly. <laughs> uh, the one that actually sounds interesting to me is like the three D man, but he sounds similar. Like all of these, are, like they sound similar to other characters. Like mm-hmm. um, the other one, uh, Cole, sounds very similar to. Um, oh my gosh, the dragon from Star Girl. He, he performed experimentations on his daughter, turned her into a, like a dragon, you know? So it's yeah, like... that's, a, that's a common trope. Like in, even in anime, there was a uh, full metal alchemist. They had a scientist guy who uh, experimented on his daughter. So that's the cover I remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, I gotta show 3D, you. Ma- a 3D man. Yeah. That's... Okay. Yeah. So, and like, yeah. and he seems like almost like, um, oh my gosh, what is it? Uh... Goofy? No, I'm trying to think <laughs> it was like they, they had him on, um, uh, Oh, I can't even think of it right now. Like, but it's like you know the two blending of the two characters, and they're usually like oh, not like Firestorm and yeah, Firestorm. There you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like so. Like I always kind of like those because generally they're always two different like psyches that are combining. You know, it's not always like a good like match. So it's like always nice to see like how that works out. Yeah, so. yeah, especially yeah, especially like how they handled that in uh, the Arrow show with Firestorm. Mm-hmm. Yep, in the Arrowverse, that was really interesting. Yeah, like, no, exactly. There, so yeah. I like that kind of dynamic. So I think that would be a cool dynamic to like once again kind of revisit. And it's a different type of character. It's not like a flame throwing character, or, you know, fireball or you know. Yeah. Okay. Um, out of all of those, I don't know. Um... You'll have to wait until I get back. And uh, actually, I'll tell you real quick. Kid Eternity, because I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) None of them really are are anything like that for me. So, you know, Kid Eternity, uh, just because it sounds like it could be interesting, depending on what his powers are and where he could go with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Put a writer like Neil Gaiman behind it, and uh, boom, you have another like Sandman or something. Put him in the Sandman universe. There we go. Anyway, or like an ultra cosmic being that doesn't know what he's doing or something like that. You know, he's like a kid, but has like, like all the powers of the universe and doesn't know how to really control them. Ooh, those are always terrible, though. Like, well, kind of like Franklin Richards, kind of, but Four, yeah. something like that. Except he doesn't know how to control them. Franklin yeah. Richards kind of has control of his stuff. Yeah. Until anyway, he, until he creates a <clears throat> onslaught. Yeah. Well, <laughs> true. All right, so we'll be back with more Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. Your phone calls. Those tickets are still available. Seven seven five five one five four one. And we'll be right back after this. Okay, and welcome back to the Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. Everything you want, everything you need in pop culture entertainment. Now that we got all of the side stuff out of the way that we usually get rid of in the first 20 minutes, let's move on to the big story and the SAG after strike is all but officially over. Yay! Woo, woo, woo! SAG after president, president Fan Drescher, SAG after National Executive Director and Chief Negotiator Duncan Crabtree Ireland, and the Union's TV Theatrical Negotiating Committee got a deal from AMPTP that they were proud of, and now it's cleared the next hurdle. During a press conference uh, and over the weekend, or oh, it was it on Thursday, the union confirmed that the SEGA after National Board 
had approved the tentative agreement by 86%, sending the agreement to union members to vote on for final ratification. Here's a look at the complete message that went out on Thursday for union members. We did it! Our historic TV theatrical streaming strike is over as of 12.01 a.m. Pacific Time this morning. After 118 days on strike, we are set to change the future of our industry with a transformative contract that includes games for every category of SAG-AFTRA members who works on this contract. This revolutionary agreement achieves major breakthroughs in addressing compensation via residuals and protections from generative artificial intelligence technology while reaffirming the role human performers play in the production of film, television, and streaming entertainment. Tomorrow, which I assume was Friday, the National Board will meet to review the tentative agreement and vote on whether or not to send it to you, the membership, for a ratification vote. We're proud of the phenomenal efforts of our TV theatrical negotiating committee and send our sincerest thanks to you, the members who made these gains possible by granting a strike authorization prior to negotiations and remaining resolved throughout the 118 days of our strike. Your solidarity helped us achieve the necessary leverage to secure these unprecedented gains. My only question, however, happens happened to the author what happened to the authorization to strike against video games oh that's still pending because mm. the, because that wasn't a uh yeah we're going to go on strike just that the option is now open mm-hmm. great so but i th- i think now with the fact that they've actually scored some big um ai gains because that was huge in the gaming world yeah it was um yeah. so Especially with Microsoft making their announcement that they're working with an AI company for video games. I'm like, are you freaking real for real right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, well, I love micro- I love Xbox, but come on now. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm glad it's over with, so now everybody can get back to work. Yeah, I mean, uh, they so already actually st- they already started posting like who's going to start on Monday and everything like that, like TV shows and stuff that are going in production starting Monday. Yay! So, so our yeah. s- some next summer by is filming saved. summer is so, saved. <laughs> yeah. So that means Deadpool three is uh, uh, yeah Deadpool be cool. three oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. a Clint Eastwood movie called Juror number two uh, another sequel I can't remember what though Ew, sequel right. as long yeah as a, lot, a, a lot of prequel. sequels have been greenlit pretty were pretty greenlit pretty much in, instantly <laughs> all right then okay so the Mandrake Project is a new comic book project created by Bruce Dickinson. Leads vocalist for of Iron Maiden. Mm. Yeah, another another singer slash comic book writer. Now. Uh, another <laughs> rock band slash making a comic book, uh, which is bizarre. Uh, scripted by Tony Lee and drawn by Stan's Johnson. He's up there now with um, uh, Slash from mm-hmm. Guns N' Roses. Uh, published by Z Two Comics in twelve episodes. Uh, collected into three graphic novels in 2024 and is described as a dark adult story of power, ab- abuse, and a struggle for identity. Set against the backdrop of scientific and occult genius, it will it will tie in with Dickinson's upcoming solo album in Latin American European tour dates. Hmm, shocking there. Also known as Bruce Dickinson's The Magic Drake Project, Tony Lee writes, you know what? It's an insane feeling when Iron Maiden's actual website announces, I'm doing a 12-part series with Bruce Dickinson. This has been a really hard thing to keep secret. Suffice to say, this is a hell of a project and currently the only work for hire writing I'm concentrating on. An eight-page comic prequel to the Mandrake project entitled Afterglow of Ragnarok is included within the vinyl seven-inch single booklet, which accompanies the single of the same name 
and sets the scene for the story to come. The seven-inch oh. single also features Dickinson's original solo demo version of the song If Eternity Should Fail, which first appeared on Iron Maiden's album The Book of Souls in 2015, opening day of the CCXP23 in Brazil on the 20th of November. I, whatever that means. I guess that's when it'll go on sale or that's when you can first pick it up. date. <laughs> or something. I don't know. It just says CCXP23. So, uh, November 20th. So, uh, you know who Cabby Lamb Lame is? Mm, the name doesn't ring a bell. Uh, he's the, uh, is a Sengalese born Italian social media personality. No? Still not ringing no, a bell? Still not ringing a bell. Uh, since 2022 is the most followed person on on TikTok videos and is best known for mocking life hack videos. He's oh, okay. He's the guy who the, like Cabby just Lang. points out, he, he points yeah. out really easy thing. He, yeah. He goes, he, yeah. So somebody like, does something uh, okay. really, really complicated and like, um, he'll show like a video of somebody doing something, you know, it's like, oh, this is a life hack if you do this and he'll be like. <laughs> I don't know. If I show you the easier way to do it. Oh. So, like, if somebody is like using something to open a door, mm-hmm. he just goes and opens the door. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I remember this one. There was this guy who. Uh, so, like, the life hacks yeah. that are kind of. No, no, so, he's basically mocking the life hacks that are kind of not really life hacks at all. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, like, like. Like uh, making a handle out of a two liter bottle to put around your cup that doesn't have a handle. Mm-hmm. when he And so, he just grabs like a mug from the ca- cupboard and just goes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know who it is. <clears throat> I don't know who he is, but I get the concept. Okay. Uh, this led to him appearing as a co star for Juventus FC's announcement of Manuel Locatelli signing a multi year partnership with Hugo Boss, serving as a juror for the Cannes Festival, uh, acting as a juror on the television show Italian. At, Talia's Got Talent had a voice cameo. He has a voice. I never hear him talk. Yeah, yeah, voice cameo in the Italian dubbed version of Black Panther Wakanda Forever and was added to the Fortnite game. But now he's in a comic book. <laughs> well, good for him. Yeah. From from Icon. It is spelled I-Y-3-K-O-N, Icon who we have featured on Bleeding Cool before. They have lots of big names, but none as big as Cabby Lame, who was who has become King Chrome. He, and he posts about it on TikTok. The I, Icon Anthology is an NFT-powered digital comic book series from Rebel Studios, which, yes, oh. is still a thing. A series of comic book stories set in their Icon world. The series will be accessible in the form of digital comics on the Icon IO website, and we'll explore the theme of what society might look like in the near future with technology enhancements. Hmm. Wait, an NFT what? Um, NFT digital comic book, powered digital comic book. How is it NFT powered? Um, well, you know how NFTs work, right? Kind of. Uh, it's basically, when you go and you're doing it, it's something has to, I, I'm not exactly 100% sure, but it has something to do with how... Um, things are done on computers and stuff like that. Like a, is it almost similar to a blockchain in it? But pretty much, yeah. Okay. So as you're reading it, it, it does all the blockchain garbage or something like that. Hmm. Very bizarre, if you ask me. Yeah, very. Bizarre, well, I know but... NFTs are like going away again. So Dude, like, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, but, well, you know, good for him for you know. That's I wasn't sure what it meant, but it was powered by NFTs. I'm like, aren't yeah. those like digital? 
Well, that's why. That's why I said that, uh, which is, believe it or not, is still still a thing. Believe it or not. So yeah. Um, all right. So from the comic books being released November fifteenth, at least here, I highlight the number one issues and or major story or anniversary issues that are being released. Because those are the ones that have the most value and interest to collectors and investors. Don't base your buying decisions solely on my opinion. It, after all, is only my opinion. To keep the list to a minimum, I do not include in it trade paperbacks, graphic novel collections, hardcover, softcover volumes, or reprints. If you're an independent comic book company or creator and you have something coming out, please let me know by sending me an email at popculturekaboom at gmail.com. Put upcoming comics in the subject line and include in the body of the email. Put the publisher's name, the title of the book or books, when the book or books will be coming out, and the issue number so I can add your book or books in the future. Um, so... Uh, you own Eric says you own the product like owning a comic. Okay, uh, from Ten Ton Press, Rock and Roll Biographies Number One, Slayer in Color. Okay, hmm. Blood Moon Comics has Accused Number One of Four with three cover variants. Boom Studios has Animal Pound Ash Can Number One with two cover variants. Lotus Land Number One of Six with a wallet busting five cover variants. And I just lost my place. Comic Co- Coffin Comics has Lady Death Cybernetic Dices- Desecration number one of two with a wall busting five cover variants. DC Comics has Outsiders number one of 12. Outsiders, that's like a. The old, the old, old book? school. Yeah, old school. But it has a comic for Is it graphic novel? No, it's new just again. Comic. New series, one of 12, uh, with a wallet busting five cover variants. Speed Force number one of six with three cover variants. Dynamite Entertainment (laughs) has Wheel of Time, The Great Hunt, number one, with only a wall-busting seven cover. That's that's, that's pretty restrained for them. (laughs) Are they like in like a recession? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Earlier this year, all the uh, 20s and 30s and all that they were coming out with kind of kind of broke the bank, I guess, for them. Uh, Floating World Comics has Monster Fan Club, number one of three. IDW Publishing has Dungeons & Dragons, Fortune Finder, number one, with four cover variants. Godzilla Rivals versus Mecha Godzilla, number one, one one-shot, with three cover variants. Ministry of Compliance, number one, has a wallet-busting nine cover variants. Image Comics has Defiant, no, Deviant, number one of nine, with a wallet-busting seven cover variants. Dutch number zero with three cover variants. G.I. Joe, a real American num- hero number one. Larry Hama cut one shot with two cover variants. Siphon volume two, number one of four with three cover variants. Marvel Comics says Alien number one with five cover variants. Deadpool seven slaughters number one with a wallet busting eight cover variants. Star Wars Visions, Peach Momoko, Momoko. Momoko, sounds right. Uh, number one with a wall busting five cover variants. Uh, she's a comic book artist, and I don't know why she's so popular, quite honestly, but that's me. Superior Spider-Man number one with a wall busting five cover variants. Udon Entertainment, a Street Fighter Six Evolution special number one with four cover variants. And Xenoscope Entertainment has Lovecraft, the Call of Cthulhu, with four number one with four cover variants. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, Pretty restrained on the uh, alternate co- on the recover variants this week. I know, right? Okay, so Electronic Arts revealed new information about the upcoming 2024 esports season for EA Sports FC 24. The company has set an official budget for the season within the FC Pro Draft, as competitors will have to choose ultimate team items for their rosters based on the ultimate team transfer market value of that player. 
According to the company, uh, these requirements will vary from event to event, encouraging players to get creative with their strategies in order to stand out and then make their way into the competition. Kicking off with the FC Pro Open Global Qualifier, FC Pro Draft introduces a budget-based squad-building system with rotating rules for roster management. With unique requirements throughout the season, competitors will have more opportunities to flex their game knowledge and creativity as they look to continuously build and adapt their rosters on the road to the FC Pro World Championship. Using FC Pro Draft, each competitor will work within a set budget to choose ultimate team players player items for their rosters with the budget impact of choosing that item based on the EA Sports FC 24 ultimate team transfer market value of that player. Competitors will need to consider each player against their transfer market price, adding a new dimension to squad building in football esports. These requirements will vary based on the competition, resulting in unique team compositions, event to event. The draft tool will be made available publicly on the FC Pro website, and fans will be able to create their own squad using the same requirements as the competitors every week during FC Pro Open, allowing them to join in the conversation, choose their preferred squad, and debate which items should be included in their ultimate team squad. And you might as well have just been describing how to build a nuclear reactor to me because I was understood like the most none of that. Complicated, like <laughs> I, I don't even understand what they're doing. In all honesty, is it a game? Is it a draft? Are they drafting for a game? It's a game, and I guess they're going to be doing it with a. Uh, it's going to be an esport, so right. I yeah, don't basically, know how it's like a draft. You dra- you basically have to draft your players that you're going to play well, in the game. It sounded like, but then it sounded like they were going to be. Like a fantasy version of it, so I was like very confused. Like it was very confusing. I, I, yeah, it was I didn't very get confusing. It. I'm, so I'm not claiming to have any expertise in there. I'm just kind of going, okay, I think it's this. Yeah, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, okay, it sounded like that, but then now we're going to have a fantasy version. But why? Like, no idea. <laughs> All right, so here's something interesting. So you know how, um, what was it? Uh, Toys R Us opened up those little mini stores right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. inside Macy's. Well, right. Crunchyroll. Is teaming up with Walmart to launch the Crunchyroll fan shop in over 2,400 Walmart stores across the United States. Hmm. Through the new partnership, the Crunchyroll fan shop is designed to appeal to both anime enthusiasts and the anime curious with a treasure trove anime of. Anime curious. I know. Are you. Can you imagine saying, are you anime curious? <laughs> That's going to be the promo for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we lost Rob. Yeah, we, we, you broke Rob. <laughs> he's, good he's job, gone. Jimmy. You uh, broke Rob. I didn't do it. I didn't blame Crunchyroll on that one. Maybe he's just anime curious. <laughs> With a treasure trove of exclusive, exclusive and popular anime pl- merchandise and items from fan favorite series, including Dragon Ball Super, Dragon Ball Z, My Hero Academia, Akira, and more. Products featured in the fan shop will be continually refreshed throughout 2024 with upcoming releases as well. The Crunchyroll found shop features 16 home video products, including 10 Walmart exclusive manga vinyl and other items. Debuting at the Crunchyroll fan shop, Crunchyroll is introducing physical subscription cards to allow fans to sign up for one month, three month, or 12 months of the popular streaming service. Um, so with that being said, and that music coming up, that means it's time for a hard break when we get back. 
It'll be time for movies with Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. So, yes, we are all silly, um, Eric. <laughs> Tonight we are. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah there's definitely we're no argument about that one. Anyway, curious. <laughs> we'll be right back after this, so don't go anywhere. This is Christy Shin, the creator of Demon Bitch and owner of Horror Tourist Studios and president of the Comic Art Professional Society. And I just finished my Kickstarter for Pen underscore 15 and Demon B meets Mr. F-Word. Happy fifth anniversary to the Pop Culture Kaboom radio show. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Kaboom radio show. Everything you want, everything you need in pop culture entertainment. And, and where are we? Oh, yeah, that's right. Movies, huh? Let me pull that up if I can find it in a short amount of time. I was unprepared. <laughs> I'm still unprepared. Well, yeah, but we still love you. That's the important thing. Like fiberglass underwear. But anyway, yeah, I digress. Fiberglass underwear? No, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> that seems to be that would chafe. All right. I don't know why it's disappeared off of my screen, but uh, give me a second to pull that back up. There it is. Oh, by the way, Brando, Brando quotes from The Godfather. Gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. Ah, that's, that's when you're gonna want to remember that one. All right. So each week, the film powers that be released dozens of movies, some of which we will never hear about except here. Each week's upcoming releases are carefully picked over from Rotten Tomatoes, and up to five movies are selected from genres that I watch. And those genres are action, adventure, war, science fiction, anime, or fantasy. And that is pretty much it. With that in mind, we sit through some of the most hideous trailers ever made and we'll read you the synopsis of each film, then give you our not-so-humble opinions. Bear in mind, we're not professional movie critics. We're just overly opinionated blowhards. But Mr. Tony Sanfilippo, Filippo's Horrible Reviews is... And you can catch all of Tony Sanfilippo's reviews of concerts, television shows, and movies at Filippo's Horrible Reviews. And how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing good, buddy. I'm glad I could be a part of the show. Happy anniversary. Well, thank you. Actually, you've been here, on here. You've been here since the beginning, huh? I, I have, man. Thank you for uh, having me on and uh, being a part of this. This is yeah. great. Yeah, I don't know whether to and congratulate you or say my condolences. Condolences? <laughs> no, no. Wow. It's, it's, it's been fun. Uh, this is like I, I've done this show remote uh, ever since it started. I've gotten to be... <clears throat> honored to be in person a few times but uh i'm always traveling on this show tonight yes that's in florida my timing is off because you said 720 so i'm like well that's three hours from here so i'm like sitting here waiting at 10 and like i got an hour before the show and then um like okay just kidding we're doing it now so. Oh, yeah. Well, it's 720. <laughs> it's movie <Yeah>. time. <laughs> All right. So here on the Pop Culture Kaboom radio show, we utilize the carefully crafted and patented Pop Culture Kaboom movie rating system. If it's worth seeing in a theater at full price, it is a good, not a great. That is to be determined by you if you choose to see it in a theater. Oh, by the way, you saw Marvels, right? I did see the Marvels. Yeah. Okay, and we... I saw Loki. Yeah. Oh, I'm, all right. I'm all good on stuff. All right, um, and uh, Rob, same with you. You saw Loki, mm -hmm. Spencer. Not Loki, but I have seen the Marvels. Okay, 
Well, we're gonna but, spoil but it for I've, you. I've been uh, I, I've been resisting Loki for a while anyway. Oh well, so. then never mind. We're gonna ruin it for you anyway. Yeah, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have all the spoilers. I'm spoilers. good to go. Okay, if it's worth seeing in a theater at full price, it's a good, not a great doubt to be determined right by you. If it seems worth seeing in a theater as a matinee or in your town's cheap theater, it is a so-so. If it seems worth seeing on a streaming service or as a rental or however you choose to watch the film while avoiding social interaction, it is a blah. And if it's deemed so awful, you should wait for it to be on public television. It is considered a touch brown because SEC regulations say that we can't use profanity. So it's a touch brown. All right. So let me get the worst possible one out of the way first, for at least for me anyway. And that is uh, Trolls Band Together. <laughs> <laughs> After two films of true friendship and relentless flirting, Poppy and Branch are now officially, finally, a couple. As they grow closer, Poppy discovers that Branch has a secret past. He was once part of her favorite boy band phenomenon, Brozone, which, with his four brothers, Floyd, John, Dory, Spruce, and Clay... <sighs> Brozone disbanded when Branch was still a baby, as did the family. And Br- how do you disband a family? And Branch hasn't seen his brother since. But when Branch's bro Floyd is kidnapped for for his musical talents by a pair of nefarious pop star villains, Velvet and Veneer, <laughs> Branch and Poppy embark on a harrowing and emotional journey to reunite the other brothers and rescue Floyd from a fate worse than pop culture obscurity, which to me would be watching this damn movie. All right, I tried really, really hard to make it through the trailer, and I couldn't. I can honestly say that the trailer made me dumber. I can't believe this is the third vomit inducer they made, and the fact that they keep making more is starting to make me believe that you can sell your soul to the devil in exchange for earthly fame and fortune. That is the only way I can explain this assault on my senses and intelligence. Touch brown. Tony, what say you? Oh, fans of Trolls, the previous movies will no doubt want to see this. Girls from the class of 2000 all the way to 2008 who loved Sync will definitely want to see this. I heard the other trolls were fantastic movies, but that's from kids. Um, <laughs> but it's all so, rumor. You know, it's all rumor. This is, this is all going to be a draw for the curious ones there. Um, I've never seen any of them, and I don't have kids. So I'll tell you, if you're listening and you have kids, you're probably going to go to the theaters, and it's probably a good idea just to get the theaters rocking again. They could use it. Um, however, personally, I'm going to be skipping it to Touch Brown. Okay, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, Rob, what say you? Um, just like you, Jimmy, I could not make it through this. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I tried. I, 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 It threw me off because I believed that it looks. It sounded like they changed the voices, and I I. It, I don't know. I wouldn't, just, know. I wouldn't know if they it, changed voices or not. It just They just sounded different to me than the other troll people. So I was like, okay. And then I'm like, is this like a, is this like a knockoff? Like, I wasn't sure. <laughs> like, And I just couldn't make it through the trailer. So it was Touch Brown. Okay. Spencer, what say you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm... This, uh, you know, I, I I like to call myself the resident animation apologist, but this ain't one of the ones I'm apologizing for. This one just looks... Terrible from stem to stern, and to make it worse, there's a new InSync song in it. So, so I'm just gonna say, uh, 
I'm going to give it a touch brown, say bye-bye-bye, because I want oh, it that geez. way. Oh, wow. <laughs> the fact that you know that is scary. <laughs> I have three <laughs> sisters in that <laughs> in that demographic that Tony mentioned. <laughs> hey, you know what? I know every song off of the Prince Purple Rain album. Because so my, do I, though. My older brother played that god, on, like, okay. a repeat. <laughs> and it was weird because it was a record, too. So he'd, like, like get to the end. <laughs> you'd hear that. <laughs> you, you know, slid the needle across the record player. We so. used to play it because my mom hated the song Purple Rain. She was like, I cannot stand these songs that just repeat the same lyric over and over. She used to play it all the time. All songs repeat the same lyrics over no, and over. No, but Purple Rain's pretty bad because like, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of where it just says, Purple oh, Rain. Uh, you know? Yeah, but you know, ironically, it's one of the most covered oh, songs. Oh, I love that. I love that entire album. I love yeah, that. But that, it's, I'm Purple sorry, Rain's I like one, that one of the most too. covered songs and very few good covers of Purple Rain. Yeah. Shocking. It's weird. All right, Tony, what is next? All right, guys. The uh, next one, let's do uh, Deep Sea. Oh, man. Shenzhou. I'm, I'm sure that's not how you say that, but I'm going to call it that. Uh, I was, was, going, I was going with that. <laughs> Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Shenzhou was abandoned by her mother when she was a child. Since then, she had bad dreams about a monster called Nightmare. One day, she travels on a cruise ship with her family, and on a stormy night, she sees Nightmare on the deck, humming her mother's song and calling her to the sea. She falls and breaks into the fancy deep sea restaurant, an old transformed submarine. She meets the chef, Nanhe. And embarks on a mysterious journey. Okay, well, I'm glad at least it gives you some context. Cause the trailer was trippy. Not what I expected. <laughs> um, after staring literally at deep sea and the creatures that seem to be swimming around, I was like, oh, there's going to be a movie about it. Nope. It's animation, but here's where I'll be nice. The animation does look great. It's very vibrant, bright, colorful. And reading the comments on the uh, YouTube where we watched this, uh, it's a Chinese animated film, and it apparently tells a fantastic story. Got great reviews from those who loved it. For me, I've got nothing bad to say about the film. I'm just not into it. If you're into artsy movies, this could be a draw for you. But I, unfortunately, it didn't draw enough for me. So touch brown for me personally. Okay, the trailer was in Chinese and the caption was in Japanese or some other East Asian language, and I have a hard time with English. So the trailer, <laughs> though incredibly and beautifully animated, made absolutely no sense to me. I hope they have an English dub or captioned version in the near future, but with things that, how they are, it's a regrettable touch brown for me for now. Spencer, what say you? Well, now I will be an anime uh, apologist here because this actually looked really interesting to me. Uh, I, uh, I did not get that synopsis from the trailer at all. No. <laughs> but it is very trippy looking but and, and beautiful. So it would be a, a great to, to watch, if nothing else, even if, if you don't get uh, the story to it. But the, the, the big thing that went through my head as I was watching it was, we all live on a yellow submarine. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wow, maybe they, maybe this is that movie done with a, you know, updated with a budget. <laughs> so maybe, <laughs> who knows? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I'm going to give it, um, since I'm not going to go to, wouldn't go see a theater, see it in a the theater. I'll give it a blah. Okay. R Rob, what say you? 
Well, yes, uh, this was by far the trippiest, most psychedelic trailer I think I've ever seen. I, in fact, I ended up watching it again in the English version. You found um, one? I did. Okay. I found, I, actually, I found two different English versions. Okay, I looked long and hard. Um, I, was, I found one that matched this one, and then I found a different one that had a different part of the story, and it was even more intriguing. Okay. Um, well, none of that send me seemed that. at all like the synopsis, but the movie seemed way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, after finding the English versions, but they still had the trippiness to them. They were just in English, so it was it was a good. It, it actually seems like a really good story. It's about a restaurant and that travels the sea. It's kind of like um, it reminded me of like Baron von Munchauser, but in under the sea. I don't know. <laughs> um, the aerial version, yeah. Of Baron you know, Munchausen. It, it looked really cool and like I'm, I'm sorry, but like yeah, drug induced like. <laughs> Definitely a blah moment um, for me because yeah yeah I, I, be I fun think, on the couch when your couch locked uh, yeah I think uh, recreational chemicals that are legal in Nevada would uh, only enhance your experience on this one all right best rated one so far since uh, Trolls was a brown streak our Thanksgiving <laughs> is next literally in more ways than one but this mo- we're talking about the movie now. An axe-wielding maniac terrorizes residents of Plymouth, Massachusetts after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy. Don't they usually all? I know this crying involves it somewhere. Picking off victims one by one, the seemingly random revenge killings soon become part of a larger sinister plan. All right, based off the commercial in a completely different movie, Eli Roth only took like 10 years to finally turn it into a film. I don't know if it has been 10 years, but man, it seems like he's been talking about it that long. Anyway, after all this time, you'd think something original would come out of this decade of brainstorming. But we get the rinse, wash, repeat slash a horror film we've uh, always seen seem to get with the big twist, killer reveal, etc., etc., etc. Still, I like me a good slasher film, and I'll probably watch it streaming eventually. I'll give it a blah. Tony, what say you? Oh, man. Finally, the fake trailer becomes a real bad movie. Take Michael Myers, make him a pilgrim, and terrorize the rascally kids of Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what? This thing was so stupid back in the day. I just remember him doing something with a turkey, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And I know it was fake then, but it's funny. It's <laughs> a movie. I'm curious. I'm not going to go to a theater to see it, but uh, I'd give it a blah. Right. I'd watch it at home. Rob, what say you? Uh, yes, Eli Roth returns this time to Havoc our Thanksgivings. I guess uh, we can't have just Halloween anymore, so that's good. Um, actually, this one looks like a rocking good time. <laughs> um, it, 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 I don't know. I like, I like Eli Roth movies. They tend to be quite funny. Uh, they tend to be quite gory. Um, and they usually have like something that you've never seen before. Um, you know, like, um, hostile, like that was great. Um, so I'm anticipating this one. I, it's going to be one of those that I think that's going to like, it's probably it going to be, end up being more than it's hyped. So that's what I'm afraid of. So I'm going to go with the so-so. Okay. Spencer, what say you? Well, uh, I'm not exactly a, a, the, the, a biggest fan of horror. I do enjoy a good slasher film every so often. Uh, but I, I still want to go see that Christmas one. You know, uh, It's a Wonderful Knife from uh-huh. last week. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to go see that yet, but I still want to go see that. So I I'm, I'm kind of like the idea of having different slasher movies uh, themed around different holidays. It's like the 80s again. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> And um, I don't know what what was going through. My, I don't know what was wrong with me while I was watching all these trailers, but I had different songs going through my head with every one of them. And this one, I had Adam Sandler going, 
Thanksgiving is a special night. Oh, God, I'm glad I never heard that. <laughs> I yeah. avoid anything. Uh, Thanksgiving special right there with the program. I don't take drugs or I don't drink, so I have no idea what was wrong with me while I was watching these trailers. Me Maybe either. my brain was trying to defend itself somehow. <laughs> Like going to some psychotropic. Well, you have been sick, so maybe it's still fever related. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, So, but uh, this looks like it could be fun. But again, this one I don't think I'll go to a theater for like I would for It's a Wonderful Knife. So this one I think I'll give a blah. Oh, wow. The highest rated one so far. What do you know? All right, Tony, we only got 15 seconds until that next break. So, mind holding off. uh, We got two more movies to talk about Do Not Disturb and the big 400 pound gorilla in the room this week. Do Not Disturb. Yeah, that that one was interesting. All right. So, uh, we'll be talking about Do Not Disturb when we get back with Mr. Tony Sanfilippo of Filippo's Horrible Reviews. So, don't go anywhere. More Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show right after this. Hey, it's Lloyd and Tasha with Midnight, Midnight Comics, Comics. Uh, author and creator of Soul and the Gray and in Money. Yep, and uh, just want to say happy fifth anniversary to Pop Culture Kaboom. Uh, and- we're really proud, and we love what you guys are doing, and we thank you for Big being having us on right time, being so. huge supporters of everything that we do, and so keep up, keep up the, the great work. work. Yep. All right, thank you very much, Midnight Comics, Lloyd Natasha Jones. They're really great people out there in Georgia. So go and check out their comic books, please. Uh, KNVC 95.1 FM invites the community to our open house Wednesday, November 29th from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m. at 990 North Minnesota Street in Carson City. Raffles, refreshments, tours of the station, and, of course, uh, the DJs will be there, i.e., and uh, show hosts. I will be there. Uh, Rob will be there. Spencer, are you going to be there Wednesday, November 29th? I think I can accomplish that. He might, Spencer might be here. Um, I'll be here, that's for sure, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah, me too. So, and, uh, so don't miss the fun. I'll Those... be here in spirit. <laughs> He'll, Tony, Tony, Tony will be joining the other spirits here at the Adams House. <laughs> <laughs> As I do every week. Uh, yeah. Well, those interested in supporting KNVC through volunteering donations or partnership are encouraged to attend. You can email Monica for more information at monica at knvc.org. All right. So we are going over the movies that are going to be released this week. And so far, Trolls has a big brown streak, even from Eric in um, California. (laughs) Yeah, he says, Eric Eric says the first one was good, but yeah, touch brown. (laughs) So thank you, Eric. Deep Sea, Rob and Spencer both gave it blahs. I gave it a touch brown and Tony gave it a touch brown. And Rob is going to have to um, send me links to those uh, English dubs because I looked hard to try and find an English dub because the anime looked really good. But I could not find an English dub. In your defense, they might not have been out when you were looking because you know it, it was a couple of days difference I'm yeah well, almost a week <laughs> um and then thanksgiving which is the biggest best rated one so far from eli roth rob gave it a so-so tony spencer and i gave it a blahs and then we're going to talk about do not disturb tony <laughs> do not disturb all right the synopsis for that is chloe and jack travel to Miami for their honeymoon. 
They decide that a peyote experience will strengthen their marriage, doesn't it always? Mm. However, they've been given a powerful strand that awakens a desire to eat human flesh. Confronting their toxic relationship, their room becomes a den of lust and resentment as Chloe realizes that the way to escape this troubled marriage is to literally consume Jack. Do not disturb. Uh, did I, I don't know if I'd watch that trailer because the trailer doesn't look like that at all, at least the one I watched. Uh, what I got was it looked like a bellhop at a hotel was up to some hijinks and adventure. Um, I read that the actor is a popular Turkish comedian. I saw no humor for me. With lots of subtitles, and I'm such a lame snob that this is a touchdown for me. I don't know how that relates. I don't think he That's got the, the right trailer. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think he got the right trailer. Remember, you sent us a yeah, new trailer. The, the link I the link I clicked. Uh, he's talking he about subtitles. Oh guy. yeah, the weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, no, I sent you a new link today. Like, Oh, check your Facebook. Okay, I, yeah, <laughs> oh Sorry. So I, I was like, oh, my God, this synopsis is wild. That's not what I saw. I thought, <laughs> you know, You're all like, a, a, who you know, wrote this synopsis did not see this movie? Yeah. Like, that's no, what I was thinking, too. Then I started digging, and I'm like, oh, that's not the right one now, is it? So that's why oh, okay. I said Well, hey, this is a nice throwback to the old ways, remember? I don't, I don't think you would. We would go we would go find the trailers on our own and see if we saw the same thing. You're like, that's not what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> what I saw. So yeah, I well, apologize, guys. Um, well, don't apologize. It's totally on, my fault. So, you know. Based on, based on the synopsis, uh, I'd have to watch. God, I have to watch. I have to give a touch brown just because it. Yeah. Well, even if you saw the right trailer, I think you'd be saying touch brown. But anyway. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I watched a Turkish guy. All right. Well, <laughs> it, that actually was more entertaining. Trust me. Okay. Good. Even though I All sat right. there in utter confusion trying to figure out how in the hell is this related to synopsis before I realized my <laughs> right. mistake. But anyway. All right. Okay. So oh, there. Boy. But uh, pretty much the trailer does follow pretty close, except you don't get the ending there. So, you, But if you read the synopsis, you might as well don't even worry about seeing the movie. It's all right there. Um, she literally has to consume Jack. So no one else uh, has said it yet, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Hey, kids, drugs are bad. Uh, it does kind of remind <laughs> me of that back bath salt story out of Florida some time ago. Remember oh, that? Oh, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, it uh, makes sense. They're yeah. sitting in Miami for like, oh, a reason. Zombie probably. apocalypse. No, just some yeah, guy on drugs. This is weird sitting on a beach doing the show in <laughs> Florida. And we're all alone. It's just Jamie and I. There better not be no bath salt. Jack and Diane's out here. Hey, and check the garbage cans. Jack and Chloe. It's literally one not far from me either. <laughs> it's a very ominous night here on the beach in Destin. Just don't take anything from a stranger. Yeah. Good. Right. Actually, <laughs> avoid the strangers, especially if they're naked running at you, go throffing at the mouth. But anyway. Okay, uh, deal. Okay. And so, that's not exactly super rare in, in Florida, and so No, be it's not. That is kind of like a regular occurrence. But anyway, it uh, does kind of remind me of that bath salt story out of Florida some time ago. But I am not there. I am not into the movie on any level, so I'm giving it a touch brown. Spencer? Well, you know, this just strikes me as one of those ba- movies about bad people doing bad things that do bad things that just make them worse people, and I'm just not there for it. You know, they're taking peyote. They could have just watched that Deep Sea trailer and been happy. <laughs> but not while on the peyote, though. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe on the peyote would have made them happier. I don't know. But whatever they did, it made them cannibals. And cannibalism, kids, is wrong. Touch Brown.
Okay. I always wondered why. Why is it when someone's a cannibal, they always have them like think that people are sushi? I mean, why do they never cook them? I wonder, <laughs> I'm serious. Why is it always uh, like it has yes. to be raw human flesh? It can't be cooked human flesh, you know? Yes, because humans are the other other white meat. They are. They really are. I don't know. I actually don't know that one. <laughs> but you ever I've notice seen, that? I've seen, I've seen a few where they they have the, you know they do actually cook them. You know, um, I've seen a few where they don't. So. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and Snowpiercer actually talks about which kinds of human flesh are taste better than others. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, Rob, what say you? All right. So we have another cannibalistic movie. Um, this one actually seems like rather intriguing to me. Um, <laughs> I know you guys are all like, oh my God, touch Brown. But I like, these ones are always interesting because to me, especially like I know people who've done peyote and I've never heard of some strain that wants to make you like eat somebody's flesh. Um, yeah. I, I, cause usually you don't want to eat anything according to the people that I know that are peyote. Oh, oh, <laughs> huh, funny. I thought, I thought what peyote would be kind of like, uh, you know, marijuana. No, where it, you get it, stuff it, it makes afterwards. you like uh, most people. It makes you throw up. Huh? So joy. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's interesting. I did not get the whole, like she had a consumed jacket. It sounded more like they were actually eating somebody else in the room. Yeah, and they yeah. found her, like, under the bed or him. I don't know, because they didn't quite tell you. But, like, all of a sudden they, like, look under the bed and they're like, what did we do? And I'm like, okay, did they just eat somebody else? Like, <laughs> How much peyote so, did they have? It's only- well, <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you know, it just seemed like they just did it the once, you know. So I, I'm very, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see as to why, A, like, did somebody spike their peyote? And then that's, like, why? Not just a powerful strain. But to me, it just seems interesting. I'd probably end up watching this when it's on streaming, so it's a blah. Wow. Oh, okay. Awesome. I know I like those weird ones. You're mighty generous. <laughs> All well, right. He, he is our resident horror apologist, like I am the animation apologist. I like the I, To me, the gorier, the better. Man, it doesn't sound like he's being an apologist. He just likes them. So. Oh. Uh, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Sno- Songbirds and Snakes is the 400-pound gorilla in the room this week. And here's the synopsis. Uh, experience the story of The Hunger Games 64 years before Katniss Everdeen volunteered as tribute and decades before Cornelius Snow became the tyrannical president of Panium. The, the Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes follows a young... Uh, what Coriolanus? Coriolanus, who is a dude? Change your name. Who is the last hope for his failing line, lineage? Uh, the once proud Snow family that has fallen from grace in a post-war capital, with his livelihood threatened. Snow is reluctantly assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Baird, a f- tribute from the impoverished District Twelve. But after Lucy Gray's charm captivates the audience of Panium, Snow sees an opportunity to shift his their fates. With everything he has worked for hanging in the balance, Snow unites with Lucy Gray to turn the odds in their favor, battling his instincts for both good and evil. Snow sets out on a race against time to survive and reveal if he will ultimately become a songbird or a snake. I have no idea what any of that meant. I haven't watched any of the Hunger Game movies, but I guess going to the very beginning with this prequel might not be a bad place. But it's not really the beginning now, is it? It's the 10th Hunger Game, and oddly set in a 1930s Berlin or something. I have no idea what's going on. When it's supposed to be, what, like in the future? Why are all the right. dystopian al- futures... It's an alternate world, because it's a whole, like, it's called Panem. Okay, so uh, all right. It's an alternate world. But it's set up similar to, like, the United States. Instead of states, it's districts. Um, 
but, but still, the technology looks. But like each dis- well, each district is like confined. I should say, I, I, that's not really the best word, but that's the closest I can say um, to a certain trade and or resource, and like that's all they do. So like one's like a coal like place, one does like food and grain. They don't do anything else, and so they all have to trade within these districts, and it's very like controlled by the government. Yeah, but it's one government mm-hmm. for all. And the government, yeah, and the government controls the Hunger Games, and the Hunger Games are punishment for these districts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, it is the Hunger Games, and there is a reason why I avoided the this IP. I don't know why science fiction lately has have has to have this retro throwback technology, despite the future or is this the future? I haven't watched any of the series, and still confused as to why this is going on and why I should care about anyone or anything in this film or the IP. So I will lump this prequel with the rest of the series on the pile of Touch Brown. <laughs> Tony, what say you? Oh, it's so funny. I used to, my sister was all about the Hunger Games. I used to annoy her. Katniss 17 and the Hunger Games. <laughs> not like that. She got annoyed with that. Um, you know, I actually gave them a chance, and they weren't bad. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed the Jennifer Lawrence ones. Those were uh, rather enjoyable. I didn't really know what was going on. Um, other than, you know, they had to survive for their districts and all this different stuff. But, uh you know, this one, I'm like, okay, I'm not sure why we're doing a prequel. Oh, yeah, I do. Money and franchise rights. You know, it doesn't look bad. Pretty good CGI, more of what made the Hunger Games good. I'm not sure why they're going back to all of it, but just some returning characters. I did like the stories of the original. I'm not all that curious how it began. I actually could care less how it began. <laughs> you know, and I just don't see myself actually watching it. So, Jimmy, I'm with you, buddy. Touch Brown. All right. Rob, what say you? Uh, yes, this is actually a movie. We, this is a series IP, whatever you want to call it, that my, both my daughter and myself, we read all the books, and then we saw all the movies together. Um, we actually, she actually asked me, she's like, we're going to see this Thanksgiving, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so um, I definitely, it's going to be a good, because I'm going to be going to see it. Um, but, yeah, I, I loved the the series. I The books were very good. Very, very, very good. I've actually just started this book. Um, but the books were excellent. The series did a very good job of taking all that material and actually making it into an enjoyable film that was worthy of the actual IP. Hmm. Um, so I, I can't wait for this one. I loved the character of snow and like why he was just such a hated like on creature. <laughs> and so it's like kind of cool. Like just kind of see that, you know, he actually wasn't always that way. Hmm. Okay, Spencer. Well, uh, I haven't watched any of the uh, any of the Hunger Games movies either, but I do have a soft spot for them in the fact that they got my wife into reading again, and she really loved them. I don't know anything about uh, about the Hunger Games. Uh, I'm pretty sure my wife's going to make me watch them eventually, and so I'm going to have to keep an open mind about them. So I'm going to have to say blah, just because I got. The, but she won't make me go to the theater to see it, so that's good. <laughs> so, well, at least you know this is a prequel, so you can watch yeah. it first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So I, I can I can kind of go. Oh, gee, what a jerk. Oh, oh, he's, <laughs> oh, oh, and then and the Jennifer Lawrence once he's this jerk. Okay. So hey, you know something to look forward to, I guess. All right. So then. blah. 
blah. There you have it. A Hunger Game, The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, the 400-pound gorilla ended up with Rob giving it a good. Spencer gave it a blah. Tony and I gave it touch browns. Do not disturb. Uh, the highlight was, was Rob giving it a blah because he likes weird movies. And uh, Spencer, Tony, and I gave it touch browns. Oh, and uh, my wife just sent me a, a winking emoji, which means I'm, I, pre- I think I've pretty much uh, resigned myself to... Hey, uh... I went... Okay, being in the throes of first years of marriage, I went to every single midnight screening of the Twilight movies that came out. So Ew. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing that got my wife to love me. I told her she didn't have to read Twilight because she was struggling I, The only to get reason was my wife had to read the books. <laughs> like I, I made her read. Oh, the books. okay, okay. I, I now officially love my wife more. She encourages me to read it, but she does not gonna gonna make me watch the movie. Good. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So, with that being said, um, uh, next week, November twentieth through November twenty sixth, the boy and the heron wish robot dreams and do justice. D U E, not D O, justice. <laughs> So let's like justice. Wait, D-U-E, do just do justice. Okay. D-U-E, not, justice? not D-O, yeah. justice. So, all right. Uh, uh, so no that Ronnie is Ronnie Jane. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, what? No Ronnie James, D-O, justice. Yeah. Um, so, Tony, uh, we got to go to the top of the hour break. Um, can you stick around some more to kind of go over uh, Loki and sure also the big review of the Marvels? Yes, I would be happy to. Awesome. Thank you, sir. And You're so, welcome. Yeah, we might as well start a little early, huh? We can go early. If you well, want. Yeah, yeah, like let's nine go whole okay. seconds. I mean. like nine seconds. <laughs> might as well just... Nine seconds. Yeah. All right. So uh, we'll be right back with more Pop Culture Boom Radio Show with Mr. Tony Sanfilippo. It is 8 o'clock. It is 48 degrees and clear outside here in Carson City. Uh, if you're driving around, then you'll know that there's traffic. Uh, if you're not, you don't have to really have to worry about it. Now do you? So with that being said, we'll be right back with more Pop Culture Boom Radio Show right after this. Welcome back to the Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. Everything you want, everything you yeah. need in pop culture entertainment. Sorry about that, Tony. Oh, don't be sorry at all, Jimmy. That was totally good. I could hear the things going on in the background, but then I was like, well, maybe I'm just hearing the commercial feed. So I hung up, Bob. I'm, I'm still with you guys. It's all good. We apologize to Alan. Who, who, yes, Alan Ling from uh, um, Gen 7 Comics was trying to call in. and Yeah, so if you can hear, please, please call back. We'll, we'll get you on. So, yeah. Um, so we were going to talk about the Marvels, and uh, so that, which uh, just debuted and uh, has the worst review yet, or the worst opening weekend of any Marvel movie, um, which is kind of weird because it's got an 84% audience score, a 62% uh, tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes, which is generally a good sign for a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the synopsis. Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain Marvel, has reclaimed her identity from the tyrannical Kree. And on, oh, hold on, I hate it when that does that. And taken revenge <laughs> on the supreme intelligence, but unintended consequences see Carol's shouldering the burden of a destabilized universe when her duties send her on an anomalous wormhole linked to a Cree revolutionary. Her powers become entangled with that of the Jersey City superfan Kamala Khan, a.k.a. I always think of Shaka Khan when I hear that. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Miss Marvel and Carol's estranged niece, now Saber, astronaut Captain Monica Rambeau. Rambeau. <laughs> um, 
um, together. Rambo. This, yeah, Rambo this, and Shaka Khan. Yeah, ra- <laughs> that's a movie I want to see. <laughs> <laughs> together, this Rambo unlikely <laughs> this uh, unlikely trio must team up and learn to work in concert to save the universe as the Marvels. All right, and uh, back then, uh, Tony, you gave it a good. Uh, Rob, you gave it a good. Spencer, you gave it a so-so. I gave it a touch brown. And, shocked, um, shocked, I say. Yeah, I know. Shocking, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, but anyway, uh, so we, uh, Rob and I went and saw mm-hmm. it the other day. Um, you, know, you were previously engaged with something else, Spencer, but mm-hmm. you saw it, uh, what, last night? I know, I saw it this morning. This morning. Um, and uh, Tony, you saw it uh, this uh, at some point too, and you'll have saw your horrible review Friday up soon. Friday night. Oh, yeah, so horrible move review coming. We saw it Friday. It, it was a really. That's yeah, funny. It was opening night. We had nothing to do in death in the, in the evening because everything closes early. <laughs> so we went to this AMC. It was just me, Jamie, and a dad, a mom, and a kid. And that was it. It was wow. an empty, empty Ooh. theater on a Friday night opening. Wow. Wow. But that was here in Destin. So it was a little trippy to see that on opening night. Uh, yeah. I, I know um, a lot of people I've I talked to are superhero fatigue movie. Oh well, yeah, I kind of I yeah. kind of had that experience this morning because I had no trouble finding parking at the movie theater this morning. Yeah, wow. it's, okay. it's kind of sad, but, but you know, ever since the uh, the writer strike or the actor strike mm-hmm. all both. ended the other day, the trailers just came out the boatload. They were yeah. just trailer release date, trailer trailer. It's like, oh my gosh, we're back, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I popped. I, I popped really hard for the uh, for the Ghostbuster trailer. That was the first thing I saw when I was there. So I was like, "Well, this is great." Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie itself, um, I'll, I'll do it for review. I would probably change my good to a so-so. Definitely a matinee. It was kind of a, It was kind of weak. And the story was a little janky in parts. Uh, the musical world was awful. It yeah, was, that was. was uh, I think that? that was the worst part of the whole thing. But Jeez. honestly, uh, it was actually refreshing to have a nicely paced movie. It wasn't overly yeah. long. I give that. It just kept. It just kept rolling. I, you know, it would go to yeah. the next thing, and go to the next thing, go to the next thing. It wouldn't like <laughs> lag with unnecessary dialogue or unnecessary attempts at humor or. Well, except for that musical world, that was kind of goofy. The yeah, I absolutely loved that, loved that world. <laughs> yeah, actually, I didn't yeah. mind that because because this yeah. was actually I actually didn't mind this one too much because Captain Marvel actually had a personality. Eh, but yeah. see, that was so stupid though. So, like she starts talking to the prince, and then he's like. Oh, he's bilingual. That was the best was part. I love no. that part. Because they only spoke in talk. She told them at the beginning, they will not understand you unless you sing. So that set up that whole punchline where she said he's bilingual. So, so I so loved I, it. I, I'm I sorry. Was so that was like my dream but, world. Okay, So he was bilingual, but was he anime curious? <laughs> I don't know if he was anime curious or not, but yeah. Um, so that was the only goofy part. Well, that and I, I thought with the... With the, the cats oh, eating... Everybody, oh, yeah. I called that though. I totally called that as soon as they There's so much they, going on, man. They made what? so much effort in explaining that, and then they showed you when they had the two guards come back out of the flurkins that okay, oh, so they're not actually eaten, they're just kind of like just chilling in their yeah, bodies. actually. <laughs> I, went, I went with my oldest sisters, my older sisters, and my oldest sister is, is my resident uh, Captain Marvel expert. So any questions I have about her, because I don't read the comics, she does. 
she can answer them all. She saw the little brain things, and she goes, "Oh, that's what—that's a flirkin egg." <laughs> yeah, that's what I said too. So oh. I was hoping it was, a, mm-hmm. okay, it was an Easter egg for like that brood, brood coming brain. into the universe. No, or something. It, it was she. The um, Kamala Khan's mom even turned to Nick and goes, the, "Your cat's looking a little pudgy there," <laughs> and like that's what we used to always <laughs> say about our pregnant cats: is they always look pudgy, mm-hmm. and then they'd be like, all of a sudden they give birth. We're like, oh. Yeah, actually, <laughs> but with, with, with the opening scene, though, there was two things that popped into my brain. Because, you know, one of the very first things you see is one of those big angular uh, Kree ships. Mm-hmm. So if the first yeah. thing I thought was, we are the Borg. We <laughs> and then and then you see the ship flying away from you. And, uh, and the, did anybody else notice that this movie seemed to share the plot, the space balls? No. no. Well, no, because yeah. because the Kree ship is going there. I, I could have sworn there was a, a, a bumper sticker that said, we break for nobody on the back of that ship. But they were going there to basically suck the air off of the planet. Yeah, because okay. because because the Cree home planet didn't have air. Well, anymore. it was all the resources because it was air, and then oh, I know, it was but, the sun. Yeah, and, so, yeah, and so basically, was, this is, this is spaceballs done with a three hundred million dollar budget. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the part though. I, they did it great. I loved the part that they integrated Andrew Lloyd Webber's cats. Um, song memories when they were like oh, when they were eating like, all the people yes, in slow yeah, that was that was funny it. and the fact that she actually says so i take it we're actually literally hurting, hurting cats, cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah which was everybody's thought when they saw it anyway so but um so and another thing that i thought was just goofy as any all get out was wasn't it captain or ms marvel her powers based on the fact that she had that bracelet no, she's, on she's a mutant uh yeah the bracelet now. no no the bracelet brought out the mutant power in her okay because yeah. well originally she was an inhuman that. yeah originally and, yeah in the comics she well, was in inhuman the, well, we're not talking comics, no but talking... they they changed it around here but well yeah i was you... glad though because they actually got to show her do her in biggin you yeah. know so well yeah but it's light based instead yeah, of just being it, right but still it, but she the got problem to do is it. is that they didn't explain that so when she didn't have both of those things on and then her big Biggin's hand comes because and grabs him. you didn't him. watch Ms. Marvel, the TV show. No, I, well, yeah, I did, but I didn't see a correlation because I, I... They totally explained just, it in there. Okay. I, <laughs> actually, the only thing that really annoyed me, and it's probably just because this thing got shellacked to, to holy heaven. It was the song and dance and all that crap that they had no, in but, there. That was but uh, did everybody notice roll. at the end of the movie she still only had one bangle? Mm-hmm. Because the two were yeah. too powerful together. That oh, was yeah, but the that, 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 that they never did explain. But no, but, but they did because as soon as the one chick, because as soon as uh, what's her name put them on, she even said those are they're too powerful together for you. But then and that she was wore the them. issue. But they weren't <laughs> yeah. for she. That's why when she put on, she said, "I was born for this." Yeah, and she and had she, them on. And she, she was, was fine. able yeah. to because exactly. she was born so to it. So what the hell? I mean, so the other chick wasn't born it. for it. That's oh, why. Oh, well, she died, but Ms. Marvel was made why for it. She died. Uh, so Ms. Marvel was made but for it. But she doesn't need that power yeah. all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Well, neither does, <laughs> neither does Captain Marvel. She was one wearing the other one. Captain Marvel's powers is inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say the the quote unquote big bad of this movie was terrible. Oh movie. yeah, oh yeah, I did not like her. Totally weak. What a what a throwaway, man. They didn't. I never felt any threat from this gal at all. I I just didn't. She was probably one of the weakest Marvel villains I've ever seen. Terrible. Um, hey Tony, hold on a second. We're gonna bring somebody else on the line. No, you should have went to the top. <laughs> go to the top. There we go. Hello, caller. Hi, I'm just trying to reach Jimmy Jones. He told me to call in for his uh, fifth. This is him. Down late. Well, you is... got him. Yeah, you're live on the air. 
Hear me. Hey. Who is this? Hello? Hello, this is Alan Lane. Hey, Alan. Hey, Alan. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how's it going, sir? Hello? Are you using Bluetooth? I'm trying to get... Is that you, Jimmy? Yes, it yes, is. It Are you is. using You're on Bluetooth? the air. <laughs> I'm on the air, finally. Hey, I just want to say happy fifth anniversary to Tom Kaboom. And also, Jimmy, thank you for being a beacon throughout COVID. I don't know if you knew that, but, you know, a lot of people uh, definitely needed someone who was consistent throughout the entire time. And, um, you know... Uh, now, I've been I've been doing my comic books. I'm a comic book publisher, and uh, my re- recently one of my songs. I'm also a song, singer songwriter. One of my songs hit number twenty one. Uh, started up twenty one on the uh, 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 top fifty uh, um, playlist for uh, streaming uh, in the world. Oh, congratulations! Uh, yeah, well, without your encouragement and your positivity, you know, Jimmy, it's hard it's hard to realize the world, but be a little less if it wasn't for people like you and i just wanted to thank you for being persistent uh, throughout the some, some really interesting tough times oh no so, worries uh, i know anytime actually you want to hear something interesting about alan lang i would love to hear something oh, he's, he's the first person that i know of that retired and then started actually get, becoming famous with everything he's did that's when, he, <laughs> that's when he started the comic book company that's when he started doing the music it's like dude you retired and you're, you should have done this earlier it's like no it wasn't time well, now it's the time so congratulations well, to you well, on all your success in retirement well the funny story about it is i couldn't retire because something happened in 2020 oh no <laughs> but, no no it's okay i kept working i was a physical therapist also and i have my own business but what I also found out is I love being a physical therapist. So I, I want people never to give up on your dreams and never to also give up on yourself. I mean, turns out I, I physical therapy, helping people, helping patients keeps me grounded. And the entertainment industry is like full of landmines. There are a lot of people out there who do not, are not there in, their, in your best interest, but only there in their best interest. But what I found out is that I made some really good friends who are true to me in the entertainment industry. And at the same time, um, because I was true to myself and I was being myself, I made some incredible allies, which got me to the point where I am right now, where had I not, had it not been for me being myself and for just helping other people, I never would have gotten to where I was. And so, um, uh, getting getting into the music industry and getting into these playlists and all the other stuff, it is a pay-to-play system, but you also have to be good, and people have to like you to want to help you. So it's it's multifactorial. Success is always like that, and you know. But I just don't want people to realize. Don't ever give up on yourself. It doesn't matter how old you are. Always pursue your dream. And Jimmy, you're a part of that. Well, you know, you. I just want to let you know that I, it doesn't go unappreciated. And thank you for hanging in there for five years. And um, I'm coming to your Comic-Con. I'll be there in September. Oh, I know. I I look forward to seeing you. Is Chris Johnson going to be with you? No, he can't. He's locked up right now. (laughs) But the good news is... Like literally locked up. That's not good. (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah, Texas is tough. uh, But I'll I'll be there, and my comic books are being distributed across the country also. Oh, that's awesome. Many good things happening all at the same time, and but... You know, you were you were there before all this stuff started happening, and 
So, you know, Jimmy, we, we, I just want to let you know that people should always remember who, um, who I wouldn't say believed in you necessarily, but who gave you the opportunity to speak up and to be heard. So, Jimmy, you're, you're, you and your radio station and all the things that you're doing, please do not get, give up and keep going. And it's been great, and, and thank you so much, and happy fifth. Thank you, you sir. Awesome. You're awesome, Jimmy. Keep it up, man. Thank you. And uh, next time I talk to you, hopefully you'll have a phone where you won't be sounding like you're being absorbed by the Borg. <laughs> <laughs> but I got the Borg. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sir. Well, listen, you, uh, you you stay healthy, live long and prosper as always, and uh, and I'll I'll be around and we'll we'll talk some other time privately and and thank you again. Oh no problem, and uh, see you um and on uh, September seventh next year. Literally see you. I will actually physically be there. All no right, nice. all Excellent. right, sir. You have a good day and uh, def- take care and uh, be safe. Yeah, you take care, Jimmy. Bye bye. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. All right, Tony, you still there? Tony. Is he on hold? It's good to hear. Okay, oh, there, there, we we go. Go. Nope. there we go. All right. So. I was going to say, I unmuted myself. I, <laughs> I muted during uh, the, when he jumped on. I didn't want to interrupt. So. No, I'm trying to figure okay. out the sliders on this because one is supposed to be for call one and one's supposed to be for call two, but they're all goofy. Uh, the system's, no the system's going worry. crazy. Um, so, um, yeah, we're talking about the Marvels. Um, actually, uh, so, Tony, you gave it a good after seeing it. Uh, do you uh, revise that? So, so. You revised it to so-so? Uh, so, okay. I'm going to say so-so, but I have to – you know what? There's obviously the – we'll get there in a minute, but that big credit scene – well, freaking worth it for me personally. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm uh, duck. See, oh yeah. It's, my problem it's that with break that time, is, yeah, it's break time. But my problem with that was that it was horrible CGI. It was like the Pip the Troll. Oh, oh man, He's but done we'll that talk about that. Uh, we'll stick around. Can you stick around even longer, sir? Yeah. All right, because yeah, we, yeah, we got more to talk about. We got to finish our review oh, yeah, of the Marvel Loki, and we still yeah. got to talk about Loki. So more pop culture boom radio show right after this. So don't go anywhere. This is Armageddon Pop Culture Kaboom. Congratulations on your 5th anniversary. Many more years to come. And welcome back to the Pop Culture Kaboom, our radio show. Everything you want, everything you need in pop culture entertainment. And uh, Scott made a reference to Mega Maid, and uh, and I'm not I can't mention the rest. Uh, he was quoting <laughs> if lines you've seen from the movie, Spaceballs. You know what we're yeah. referring to. No, if you Mega Maid, you, have it, you need to see the movie. <laughs> so um, we're we are talking about the Marvels, which all of us went and saw. So if you plan on seeing it and you want to spoil it free, too late. Um, but other than that, uh, Tony, you, re- you downward revised your good to a so-so. Uh, Rob, yeah, you had a just okay. It wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah. like, the movie really wasn't that bad, but it also wasn't that great either. I didn't think. No, they they could have had a better villain. I think. Yeah, um, it was still better than Iron yeah. Man two. Or Iron true. Man three or three. Uh, yeah, actually, I agree. It was better than yeah. three as well. <laughs> yeah, like it was not the worst. It was not the worst Marvel movie. I still think, for me personally, the Eternals was. Okay, yeah, we before yeah. we went to break we were talking about that and uh Tony you were really happy about the uh, 
Kelsey Grammer uh, beast at the end. Yes. Um, you yes. know what? Oh, honestly, when they showed her mom at first, I thought her and her mom stood up. I'm like, oh, she's wearing white. That must be Storm. So binary. <laughs> and, oh, yes, oh, I know. Yeah. It's, well, when they showed the whole outfit, and then I'm like, I didn't know who that was. And so I'm like, hey, Rob, yeah. who was that at the end? Oh, binary. I'm like, okay. And, but she had both barn bands on, didn't she? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She did have both bands on. Yes. Yes, but don't did. forget, binary is the alter is one of the alter egos of Carol Danvers, so she has the she has that power. So. Okay, I, I, I'm just kind of I know, a I'm little just grief. I was just trying to be funny, <laughs> funny for the show, man. <laughs> for me, for me, I know you were trying to get that out there. For me, it, I still think it's a good. I I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I had a wonderful time. I laughed repeatedly through it. I enjoyed the fact that they let Kamala Khan become a fangirl. She had one of the best moments, I think, ever when... I think that anybody who's ever fanboyed or fangirled out and and to hear that their hero was in their house and they weren't there was, like, oh, devastating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was, like... Kamala that, was that was the best she part. Was she was like... She was in my house. Like that's all she cared about, and that's exactly exactly yeah. how a fanboy fangirl would be, and that's her character. And I I love that they were able to maintain that. Yeah, I can sympathize with that actually, because at the pop culture con a few years ago, okay, yeah, I uh, you know I had a table there for my for my books, and I the one time I left to go to the restroom was when Tara Strong came and visited my table. Oh, I was gonna say she was in your house, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Tara Strong came and visited my my table, and I wasn't there. Hey, y'all. I, I, I thought it was great. I thought the interactions with her parents were Oh, yeah. Were yeah Kamala Khan was definitely the highlight of this they were, movie. They were just yeah. phenomenal. Like, her mom was, was still great, just how she was on the TV series. Um, <laughs> the brother was great. I, I just love the fact that they were, like, kind of involved. And and I still would hate to be that editor. They did a wonderful job Oh, yeah, that, that. that the, the, like, the flipping around stuff, the... the popping around yep. that that had to be a nightmare to edit well and that and uh what i thought was kind of the most annoying thing about it is how can uh, th- how can two trained military cree be beat up by a family of <laughs> you know an old man an old lady and a middle-aged guy but what was great about that is that yeah. is that the cat was helping them <laughs> that was kind of disturbing <laughs> yeah. actually but anyway, yeah, actually yeah. i i i the, the flurkins were a high and, point too with all the, the kids the, the, the fact that like the stuff. mom was it like too freaked out she's just like the cat has a problem you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> okay. Uh, Spencer, you gave it a so so. What uh, say you now? Well, I'll still stick it to so so, but it's uh, it's a high so so. I mean, th- 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 I wouldn't go out to go to watch it again, you know, you know in, in the movie theaters because I did so so it because I went to the matinee, but uh, it was fun. I mean, I, I actually enjoyed it. I actually thought Brie Larson actually did a decent job for once. Oh, actually, Eric and Whittier, California, says surprise. Uh, Spencer's seen it because of Brie Larson. <laughs> yeah, uh, because uh, oh, I, I she was just so wooden in uh, in the in the first one. It was, uh, but uh, yeah, she, she was actually had a personality. I, I liked Monica in this, but yeah, but but Shaka Khan was definitely the highlight. Shaka Khan was definitely the highlight of this movie when it came to the characters and her family. He put him on hold, put him, put him, punch him back in. Tony, you still there? I I am here. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You just got accidentally put on hold. Yeah. You got put on hold somehow. Yep. (laughs) Nope. That's okay. I got picked up. I'm not Lisa. I'm Tony. I'm okay. 
<laughs> okay. Here, man. Um, so you give it a so so. I originally said I was going to give it a touch brown, but I will say that it is now going to be a actually a. Um, uh, I'll give it a blah. Actually, we were talking about it too afterwards about the fact that they've finally like streamlined the Marvel movies. Yeah, you know, yeah, I guess they don't all enjoyed. have to be three hour, two and a half, three no, hour epics. Don't. No, it was no, a I liked, great story. It was short and it was perfect the way it was. Yep. Okay, but Tony. Good pacing, like you guys said. We got another caller. Can you hang on a second? We're gonna yes, we're gonna punch him right in here. Hello. 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 Yeah. Hi there. Hi. Who's this? Morton calling. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Happy oh. fifth anniversary. Thank you. It's been a busy night. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I had phone calls all the way from Hong Kong, actually. It was quite a, quite a, quite an interesting and fun evening. Oh, nice. So I'm glad you made it in, though, with 30 minutes to spare. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I like to make that fashionable late entry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, how are you? And uh, I, I, are you working on a new table, uh, a coffee table book? Now I'm still waiting to find out if there will be a new coffee table book, but I can tell you that I will be teaching another Atlas Obscura course in January, and this one will be on the history of ghosts. Ooh, the history of ghosts. Interesting. That could be interesting. So like since the first person ever born was turned into a ghost, that kind of... <laughs> We're going to stick to the Western world. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to ask European, Asian... And... <laughs> yeah, how far yeah, back I, are you going to go with that one? <laughs> yeah, it could get a little too broad easily, but it will go all the way, way back to Gilgamesh, who actually had his friend return from the underworld as a ghost, and oh. um, we'll go forward from there and cover weird things like medieval necromancers and haunted houses in the Enlightenment and spiritualism and the modern paranormal investigation, so it'll be really fun. Well, definitely need wow. to have you on the show when, uh, when that's ready to come out. I'd love to. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. It's, it means a lot to me. Sure thing. And have a great next five years, too. <laughs> thank you. Well, I will be talking way before then, though. <laughs> great. All right. <laughs> All right. You have a good evening, and thank you for calling in. Thanks. Good night. Thank good you. Night. Good night. All right, Tony. So um, with the Marvels out of the way, I'd say, unless there's anybody else that had anything else added to it. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Uh, nothing. Good, good, end, good end credits. Oh, well, yeah, the X Men. Okay, so I was I, disappointed. I'm excited, for it. I'm excited <laughs> for it, but I was disappointed at the same time because the CGI was so horrible. It reminded me of that Pit Patrol that they did at the end. It's like, why? Why couldn't they just use Kelsey Grammer and freaking makeup again for Pete's sake? They used his voice last minute. Yes, uh, yes, it was last minute, and it showed. Yes, yes. So, uh, which is horrible. See that's uh, so that blew it for me again with Marvel and their and their end credit scenes being just kind of, shall we say, half blooded. So oh, I am intrigued gotta, because we now we got to mention too. Yeah, is the uh, new Avengers right? We got to oh yeah, yeah the, the young Avengers, Avengers. Yeah. young yeah. Avengers. Yeah. I love how she Avengers, like right? like she emulated uh, uh, his Nick scene. Fury, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take, taking a little. Uh, Taking a little bit from Nick Kate Fury Bishop. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like to start a team. And you can see like, Kate Bishop like trying not to laugh. Like, yeah. you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so um, now it's uh, so that's actually they're working into that. And supro- supposedly, I guess, isn't uh, Young Avengers supposed to be like a TV series like uh, on, or something like that? Oh, we'll those see. With, with everything that's been going on, Feige said, kind of said that uh, a lot of stuff's getting 
rearranged. Rearranged, and a lot of the stuff that's yeah, been announced yeah. is going to be changed. Or, I think I think they're scrap. actually like hearing about the super fee, superhero fatigue. They're like going to be making more of the TV shows are going to be more like one spots instead of continuity and stuff like that. So. Yeah, because next year is real set on the Marvels, right? It's uh, Deadpool 3 is it, and then Echo. That's about the mm-hmm. only two uh, yeah, Echo's supposed on to the come... docket next year. Yeah, yeah, Echo's supposed to come out February, I believe, is when they were just now saying And again. you don't have to know anything with Echo. Mm-hmm. They they really hyped that up. That's just, you could jump right in. You don't need to know anything about it. Yeah, yep. and that's what they they kind of want to go with forward, is what I've been hearing, too. It's is kind they of want... a blink-and-you-miss-it uh, daredevil appearance in the trailer. Um, so, yeah. Um, Eric says, speaking of shows, what do you think or have you seen Lucifer? The old um, show Lucifer? Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Loved their musical episode, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They did have was that. Great, oh. was a great show. You can catch that on Netflix now. Yeah. Yeah. I actually liked when they yeah. when they brought it, it to good. Netflix because they were able, they, they played a lot more with the whole, like, tongue-in-cheek like nudity stuff like there was still wasn't any yeah. but they played looks a lot more than they could have on network television. I, I love I loved that show Lucifer was fantastic here's here's well, the problem with Lucifer I remember the comic book and the comic book that it was in the Neil Gaiman storyline that it was based off mm-hmm. of with Lucifer leaving yeah, hell, right. key to hell and leaving yeah, yeah and just kind of walking away and all that stuff so I was always hoping that the show would actually end up better than it actually was <laughs> it was kind of ended up being my guilty pleasure because if i watch something for like four episodes i have to see the rest of the season i don't know what's wrong with me but that's just the way i am so yeah um, you just gotta see how it goes yeah so i just i just had to and every season i was like that i'm like it's got to be better this time it's got to be better <laughs> The next episode will be, but I'm into it now. Yeah, you're in too I deep now. I'm into I deep. I can't eject, eject, eject. No, I can't. Going down with the ship. Yeah. It was a guilty yeah, pleasure. The... I liked it. Yeah, yeah, well, I watched yeah. it. I still watch it. Yeah, but... I loved when it went really on the nose and, you know, he had a, bar, uh, a fight in a nightclub and they were playing Lucifer by Shiny in the background. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, speaking of L names, Loki uh, yes. just wrapped Loki. up its uh, season two. God Loki. Well, actually, uh, God of God of no, stories. No, stories. God Loki. They God actually, of stories. They the MCU announced that his his new name is God Loki. God Loki. Well, actually, in the comic book, it's God of Stories. I know. But anyway. But his, his Funko figure is, is God Loki, exactly. Loki. Well, they got his, but they, Loki oh, was a god in the Loki. first place. Yeah, they got to shorten it down right. for, you know, trademarking and, uh, and copyrights. All right. So um, Loki ended kind of oddly. That's, um, why, the t- that's why the stone was green. He was uh, he became uh, uh, basically the god the god of stories or look uh, god of, yeah the god of stories. Um, so now he is like um, I don't know taking eternity's place or something because he became he, the tree of life. The yeah, he became the tree of yeah. tree, and he th- was actually holding all of the multi all the different um, timelines, mm-hmm. and he's holding all of the multiverses to basically the entire multiverse is going through Loki now. Yep, and that's throne. how it ended. So yep. I don't know how they can get a series season three out of that. Well, uh, no, I don't think there. I don't Tom think Hiddleston, there's a plan for a season. Yeah, three. Tom Hiddleston did, did 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 say that unless they come up with something really interesting, he is retired as Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe. Was, I mean, he, he might he be up here. He's going to be in the movies because they already said there's going to be a Thor Loki reunion at some point, um, either in the Kang Dynasty or in Secret Wars. Well, again, everything's been kind of retooled, especially since they have to fix their Kang problem. 
they still got to do King Dynasty. They already mm-hmm. said that. So, um, and uh, now the TVA is lo- so it might it won't be the Loki series, but they can probably do a TVA and have them you know trying I, to find the Kang um, Council wait. of Kangs. Like they were at the end of the episode. I heard rumors that uh, Mobius and uh, Miss Minutes will be in Deadpool 3. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they've already seen, read that. showed kind of a scene with Mobius and Deadpool dressed up in one of the TVA uh, jumpsuits hmm. with the uh, restraining yeah. collar on them. So, but we already yeah, know how that I goes thought, if we saw Deadpool 2. I gotta or, agree with you, though, too, Jimmy. The ending was weird. I still guess don't fully understand it. Just kind of was like, okay, well. So he's like, yeah, I'm glad he got to, he sacrificed himself. That was the only way. But like you spend the whole episode of him doing the time warp and he's mastering how to, 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 you know, time the loon thing and everything perfectly. And he finally achieves it. It's like, nope, still goes to heck. And then he goes back all the way to the moment to talk to he who um, remains and back there and he's like nope you're just this is the way it is this is where i intended you to be and <laughs> and basically he has no choice but to do what he didn't want to do and that's be alone and yeah he gets to be the hero and he's redeemed but that's it so i i agree it was it's kind of an odd ending for it and uh, my, my and Am I the only one that during the episode when they many centuries later think kept thinking about the SpongeBob? <laughs> Several <laughs> many centuries seven later. minutes, many centuries later. I just thought it was funny because because he said it's going to take centuries, and then it's then it was centuries later, and now he's like this great engineer, and they're like, I don't know how you got all this engineering knowledge. Like, <laughs> well, Tony, um, I thank you for sticking around uh, longer than usual to discuss everything. Oh, it was great to be a part of the show, man. It's every week to be on here is an honor, and I appreciate it and uh thanks for always uh putting up with me on the traveling and sometimes the uh, not so well good connection <laughs> well I'll tell you that they're not always smooth well at least you weren't being absorbed by the borg so <laughs> no, I, I'm happy i didn't get absorbed by the borg it's just jamie ann and i alone on a beach it's kind of creepy it's a little weird all right like i said avoid those trash cans <laughs> Oh, we are. And we'll be back. That's not so bad. And we'll be back with more (laughs) Pop Culture Boom Radio Show right after this, so don't go anywhere. Hi, this is Nina of Damsel in the Dollhouse, wishing Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show a very happy fifth anniversary. Thank you so much to Jimmy for supporting me and for supporting so many artists over the years. Cheers to you, Jimmy, and to the Pop Culture Kaboom radio show. Thank you, Nina. You Actually, she's uh, still performing and still doing music. Uh, she is now part of uh, the Order of the Temple. I think it's the name of the group with her husband, Rob Robinson. Um, so they have a show coming up in, uh, I think, Montana or someplace or like that. Wow. So if you want to go check her out and, uh, yeah, good some good electronica music. Cool. Um, she actually, when the last time she was on the show, she uh, her last album that I remember uh, was, uh, um, was named up a German name for... Uh, haunted house uh, Glockenspiel or something like that <laughs> um, so but uh, she, haunted. she actually, huh <laughs> haunted yeah, I gotta say it really mean like a Glockenspiel um, but uh, so she actually had an album that was uh, based off of uh, 
uh, Stephen King's works, so oh. which was very interesting. That um, would be interesting. Room two seventeen was one of the songs. It was, <laughs> the music videos are always great too. She also had a song called War Boys, so based off of obviously the uh, um, Fury Road Mad Max movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but uh, and very interesting dance choreography. She does all her own dance choreography, everything. So, very interesting artist. So, if you're into electronica and very flamboyant. Um, costuming, among other things, uh, then you would definitely enjoy Damsel in the Dollhouse. Um, go check her out on the Facebook. And so, with that being said, uh, let's try and get back to the normal show stuff, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> well, normal is a relative term here. It is really very <laughs> relative. So, Activision Blizzard announced this week, and by the way, um, anybody who's tried to call in but couldn't get through, I do apologize. Um, I think we broke our phone system, (laughs) or the ghosts of the uh, Adams house are messing with our phone lines. I have no idea which, but... uh, Definitely, uh, there's been a few that we've like gone on and we had them, and then yeah, we lost them somehow in the transfer from one room to the other. Yeah, so I I don't know what's going on. If you were trying to get through and you couldn't get through, I do apologize. If it seemed like you were getting hung up on, it was completely unintentional. Yes, I think uh, we sincerely apologize. yeah, Yeah, so. But back to the show. On with the show. This is it. Activision must go on. Activision Blizzard announced this week that they have planned schedule-wise for the 2024 season of Call of Duty League. The eSport League will be kicking things off on December 8th as they will have online qualifiers between all of the teams before eventually heading to Boston for the Major One Tournament. Major One hosted by the Boston Breach from hosting a Challengers Tournament two years ago to hosting Call of Duty League tournaments in consecutive years. The kickoff of Major Tournaments for the 2024 circuit is primed for an exciting kickoff to the Majors as new teams, rosters, and storylines have dominated this offseason Really, there's an off-season for games. This is the first test of LAN for the 2024 season. Major 2, hosted by the Miami Heretics, the new kids on the block. The Miami Heretics are jumping right in the deep end and hosting a major tournament in South Florida during the inaugural season. The excitement surrounding a Heretics-led major will be impalable. Uh, Major 3 hosted by the Toronto Ultra after two successful majors hosted in previous seasons. You had to know they w- we are headed back to the 6th. The 2023 runners-up will be ready to show out, show all out to their hometowns as they welcome the rest of the CDL. The playoff scenarios will be heating up, to, so all eyes will be on this tournament. Major 4 hosted by the Carolina Royal Ravens. A new home for the Royal Ravens lands in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they want to show out show out their, for their fans. The excitement around this tournament will be electric with the potential to final uh, final playoff spots on the line. Who is headed to championship weekend? Who is headed home? The answer lies at the new home of the Royal Ravens Call of Duty League 2024 qualifying weeks. This season, each major qualifier will consist of four to five weeks of online gameplay, during which time each team will play seven games in four or five weeks, really. Those qualifying weeks will determine the seeding for the land matches at team-hosted major tournaments. Due to the shift of seven games per qualifier and four majors, land CDL points will be increased to ensure the importance of performance at each major. The season will be played on hardpoint, search and destroy, and control game modes. Okay. 
Yeah, because again, that made well total be, sense. Might as well be telling me how to operate a nuclear reactor. I, I guess if you're in the gaming world, it makes sense. Well, yeah, the, the, the game modes, at least or, the game modes. I, I should say everything because I'm in the gaming world. I should say the esports gaming world. <laughs> yeah. That is true. <laughs> the one thing I wish I could get into because you can make a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can at the lotto too. Um, the OP has started ramping up its tabletop releases ahead of the holiday season. Jingle bells with the latest being added to its roster of titles but i gotta have the op on the t- show again being taboo disney edition oh i mm. love taboo <laughs> the game plays out like the standard edition of taboo with the twist that many of the oh, did, was it done by um m night Shyamala? what uh, well, the, the most twist. the twist that many of the most iconic Disney phrases are keywords that cannot be spoken. In Taboo mm-hmm. Disney Edition, players will divide into teams to compete and figure out guess words without the, the without without the use of taboo clues. Raced against a sand timer. Hey, Steve, against a Santa t- timer. I totally lost my place. <laughs> Where am I? There we are. To describe Disney-related answers, including Disney's Neverland, Moana, Haunted Mansion, and more. Guess it right and earn a point or get the buzzer. And I'm going to borrow your mic, Spencer. I-, I thought it would take a little more to just put you off, but that was that was easy, man. Well, people sneaking up behind me usually does that. <laughs> You should be used to it and by small now. small print, too. I'm like, <laughs> but anyway. Hey, I just wanted to say it's been a great evening. And uh, the phones are chaotic. chaotic. <laughs> you know, they just don't work. That's all there is to it. Not like, not like they were advertised. No, they were not and, and so that makes me, uh, I guess, Commander Chaos this evening. Okay. <laughs> and I just want to say I'm happy to have contributed something to the program. Well, thank you, sir. And, something uh, chaotic. Stick around for another nine minutes because after the show we're going to be cracking open that champagne. So I'm with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, by the way, uh, Steve Funk, uh, you're new to the uh, KNVC 95.1 FM family. Yeah. Uh, this will be eight months for me now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, um, seeing how I'm a veteran of the place now. <laughs> well, you know, you've been here from the beginning. Right? Almost. No, not not quite the beginning. Uh, the radio station actually started like a little bit before me. And uh, actually, uh, uh, Rob, were you part of a um, Studio C5? No, I, w- um, I want to say it's almost three years with Steve C5. Oh, okay. Um, but they were actually um, part of the original programming as well uh, that started on the show. Mm-hmm. I came on, like I think, like eight months after the radio station, actually. Okay. So, which Well, uh, it's been a great run, man. Five years. Congratulations well, to you, all sir. you guys in here, man. Well, yeah. thank you. And like I say, happy to make the show a mess. <laughs> <laughs> or at least contribute to the mess it already is. Yes. Oh, there that, you go. that's there actually you go. more, more, more like, apropos, there actually. <laughs> so, well, thank you, sir. You're um, welcome. It's nice to know that I'm the only one who, like, has trouble with the phone system. Yeah, the phones are just <laughs> trouble, period. Okay, so... <laughs> That makes me feel a little better, Rob. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but now you know why I asked you to come in to help him out with that, huh? Oh, yeah, just to give my, my Sunday evening a little bit of a... I don't know You what. now have something to talk there about. Are, there, are, there are poltergeists in the building. That's there are. I, 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 I'm not years old. About Who knows, that. right? <laughs> Actually, um, I had an, uh, Paranormal Envy. Remember that TV show? Yeah, right. They were guests in the show, and they yep. came in here, and, and they we had them over was, in the uh, yeah. Studio B over there, Yeah, and they actually were like, you know, there's a, some Something here, and they Come wanted on, to they do find an episode ghosts here. everywhere. Uh, well, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> well, it is Nevada. I it mean, is Nevada, so. after all. Um, ghost capital of the world. That'd right. be kind of cool. They should have used that from now on for tourism. 
hey, that would be, <laughs> rather than travel Nevada, come see a ghost. Right? Yeah. You can go to Bodai anywhere. Come uh, get your pants scared stay off. At the, yeah, stay at the Clown Motel. Wow. <laughs> Eric, what's the matter with you? Welcome to Romper Room with pop co- that pop culture. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Romper Room. Thanks, Eric. I see Eric. I see <laughs> <laughs> I see I'm on the back of a milk carton. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, um, yeah, it was a um, welcome aboard. And uh, you've you. Had, yes. you have a ton of experience in the radio business, yes. too, that you bring into KNBC. Um, too bad it didn't uh, really help anything tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, can't. Can't blame the can't blame the operator most of the time. Sometimes you have fifty to blame years the of broadcast chaos. You can call me that. That's, okay. that's okay. me. Uh, you got a show on uh, KNBC ninety five point one FM now, don't you? Uh, I do not, but I am developing a program okay. uh, called Carson Civics Radio to talk about what goes on in this community and how we're making it better every day. All right, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I look forward to, and when do you think you might be uh, starting that up? That'll be the first of the year. First of the year. Yep. So something to look forward to in January. Yes, indeed. And uh, we had a, um, it was a quite a, a shocker coming into the station is with all the cars and everything. I was like, what's going on? Hey, man, we had a, a, a lot of mm-hmm. the team was in here today working on different projects. It was a really exciting day. Yeah. yeah. Which is unusual for a Sunday. Trust me. Well, you know, Sundays, weekends, volunteers got time. They come on in. We get things done. So, yeah. Well, but uh, usually it's uh, I'm, we have to turn on the lights, turn on the heater, <laughs> or the air conditioning, depending on the time of year. And... We were waiting for you, man. We were just here to, to celebrate and revel in your uh, yeah. fabulous five years. Why, thank you, sir. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah. LOL, Eric. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, well, I, we're about well, thank you, to, Steve. Oh, done now. Yeah, thank you very much, Steve. And, thank you uh, very look much. Forward to, uh, you, since you've uh, have such experience in the radio industry, uh, uh, mm-hmm. these five years have been my only radio experience, really. So, and uh, I hope it'll be you know just the very beginning because you guys do uh, an incredible job and have a lot of fun and it sounds great on the air. Oh, and, good, and, good. Oh, you, awesome. know, you really contribute <laughs> to everything that goes on around here. So, thanks a lot. Oh, good. Thank you, well, sir. Thank you. All right. So, with that being said. Um, I'm just waiting for that music to queue up. <laughs> you got about 30 seconds. Oh, for Pete's sake. All right. So we, there's a lot we left on the uh, cutting room floor today. As per a usual. lot we left. Oh, yeah. No, but that was to be expected. Um, to, by the way, just to, to touch base on a couple of things real quick. The 30th anniversary of the Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, they are having a limited edition collectible doll set from Disney um, that will feature the Pumpkin King and Sally and also um, that dog. What was that dog's name? Zero. 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 They will all be there, and it is going to be limited, actually, to only 3,700 pieces. Wow. That's how limited edition it is. And uh, also in the Toys Novel area, Stephen King is going to be writing a new short story set in the world of his classic horror novel, Cujo. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be coming out May 21st of 2024. Um, so I'm going to try and get him on the show. Um, as well as James S.A. Corey will be soon revealing a new project that marks, marks their first novel following their successful book and television series, The Expanse. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I'll look forward to that as well. Uh, uh, they I'm have a new you... comic coming out. Uh, huh? He has a new comic coming out, too. S.A. Corey or Stephen King? S.A. Corey. 
Okay, too funny. Love the show episode tonight. You're welcome, Eric. Uh, thank you all for tuning in tonight. No matter where you are listening, we genuinely appreciate you being here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. And a very special thank you to all of our previous guests that called in or and or left us messages. Um, I do appreciate all of you and look forward to having you on the show very very soon. Uh, thank you for your support and please continue supporting the Pop Culture Kaboom by listening to the Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. And if you missed any part of the live show, the Pop Culture Boom podcast produced by 97 and now productions and you can get not only this episode but also previous episodes and some bonus material that'll be coming soon as well subscribe to the pop culture kaboom podcast on your favorite podcast platform also give a like and a follow to the pop culture kaboom on facebook for everything you want everything you need from pop culture entertainment daily and subscribe to the pop culture kaboom youtube channel for video interviews from events we have and will be attending on behalf of tony sanfilippo of filippo's horrible reviews knvc spencer rob and i Thank you for your support. Have a great week. We will talk with you again right here live next Sunday, 6 to 9, anytime during the week on Facebook and by uh, email. And stay tuned for episode 9 of, or actually episode 10 yeah, of episode Murphy's 10. Inc., which is coming up next. My debut in the series. What? My debut in the series. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'll listen for Spencer's debut yeah. on in Murphy's a very heavy Inc. German accent. Did you mention our podcast here? Yes, I mentioned okay. our podcast. Yes, I mentioned the podcast. <laughs> stay safe, stay healthy, and peace out, Wabbits. <laughs>